Yeah, I'm gonna need a shot of caffeine in my system or something. I can't be tired already. Not not before a show starts. Yeah, go and get caffeinated. I'm I'm gonna try, but let me get this. Let me get. Well, and I'm hot too. Jeez. Woo. I got the towel off my head already. It don't make no sense. Let me go crack my fan open. <laughs> don't make no sense. But what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Mark Summers, Major Linux, twitch.tv slash Major Linux. And it's time once again for another episode of Tech Talk Thursdays, the week is September 22nd, 2022. And of course, I'm joined by two amazing human beings here today. Of course, join this week and every week. Nomin on some dry cranberries. Kevin you know Kev, it. it's your boy Kev, is in the building. In the building. He's put them in places now. He's put words mm-hmm. in places. And this week, joined by the man who was working up. Just, just burning so much oil because I would say midnight, but it's not quite yet. Also, mm-hmm. with the quietest mic in the game, mm-hmm. I was waiting to hear ambient noise, but I'm convinced he might be just in like a soundproof chamber at this point. The cone of silence. The cone of silence. I envy him because I can hear my AC. In my room, Sinziak is in the building. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Thursday. All right. Thank you, Jerry. Jerry going to tell you to mute it. And I appreciate that so much. Yep. What do you mean Jerry's, you're not here? Jerry gonna tell you that too. <laughs> but I see you. Mm-hmm. Well, great. Jerry. So we just spoiled all of Andor. We got the Andor leaks. We spoiled it. It's it's all out there now. If you heard it, you heard it. If not, you're not. <laughs> she hulk gets bat wings. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> that hurts. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm you. not like Kev. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you and say I'm not gonna play Fortnite and then play Fortnite. Wow. <laughs> now why am I in it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. This isn't uh, now. This isn't against me, but haven't you done that to her? <laughs> so I'm not gonna play Fortnite, and then all of a sudden Fortnite just shows up. Like I said. I was going to play Fortnite on Friday, knowing my energy was not going to be there. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to go and play on this Monday, and you better catch it when this Monday happens. (laughs) (laughs) So that's pretty much how that worked out. I was like, I made a bad promise, and I rectified it on a Monday. Okay. (laughs) All is forgiven. All, uh, wait, who am I to say that this is forgiven? This ain't me. I just happened to be there that day. <laughs> oh, I don't have to work today. Let's play. 
Yeah. But oh wait, lunch. I should go eat pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, let's say we get into this huge mountain of news. A pile of it was left over from last week, but then like a dumb truck, like a dump truck, just showed up with more. Like I don't even understand. It's almost like companies don't practice very good information security. But let's get into it, shall we? Beeping is happening on my side, but it's fine. Um, so starting off with tech news this week, Meta Access internal team responsible for asking, are we the bad guys? Are we the villains? No, we can't be the villains. Mm-hmm. So we're going to fire the team. Yep. Um, as reported by the Wall Street Journal, Meta has dis- has disbanded its internal response responsible innovation team. The 20 plus member group included employees of various specializations and backgrounds, including ethicists, and was tasked with investigating and responding to ethical concerns related to Meta's products. One example cited by the Wall Street Journal was how it was at how it advised. Facebook dating to not include a race filter as part of its services. Why did they get rid of this team again? <laughs> Just on that line alone? Ain't no, te- ain't no telling what's going on in Zuckerberg's mind. I don't know what guy. This man. It says I can't be the trend. I'm sorry. Yeah. What was? What did you say? It sounds like a trend, if you ask me. I can see that. We're not the villains. No, everybody loves and embraces us. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then suddenly, the people who do security and ethics are just kind of not there to enforce things. Interesting. Hmm. I'm I'm sure it'll be fine, right? It'll be fine, right? It'll be fine. It'll be, fine. It'll be great. Well, either whether it's going to be fine or not, I think basically at this point we all have to decide on what um, what end of caring we're on. So, where are we at? I'm trying to get rid of the last business. Well, damn it. Oculus, why did you have to be bought by Facebook? Damn it. Hmm. I'm going to save up my coin and go get a little Vive headset now. I don't, I don't need it to be portable. I just need it to do VR. For the two seconds of VR that I ever do. In the year. <sighs> All right. Twitter shareholders approved $44 billion Elon Musk buyout. But why? (sighs) Wait a minute. Read the rest of that. Oh, I mean, yeah. Now Musk will fight Twitter in court to get out of it. (laughs) 
So do we, is this the update on the Chancery Court case? No, this is the shareholders voting to go through with it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. I guess if the shareholders said, you know what? Nah, we're good. Then mm-hmm. the case would be dismissed or like Twitter would drop its suit because like, okay, he's, we're not going through with it. But no, nah, they want that. They want them coins. Yeah. Um, so full disclosure, I own like a measly bit of stock in Twitter and I was asked, do I want this to go through? And I was like, fuck no, don't do this. No, no. I don't want this. I don't want it. I feel like there's someone among the um, stakeholders there who are just deciding to be quite petty. And honestly, mm-hmm. I don't mind. Yep, as a as a whole as a holder of uh, Intel stock, uh, a little bit of Intel stock, I'm very hopeful to see how this Arc GPUs go through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, let me get twenty dollars. Come on. <laughs> Look, I don't. I'm only reminded that I own the stock when I get emails from um, Robinhood saying, "Hey, there's a shareholders vote." I'm like, oh fuck, I do own that. <laughs> I say that my man got a portfolio. Love to see. <sighs> oh right, I forgot. The one thing about computers crashing during a stream is the fact that your ad um, counter resets. And there is a ad coming up in 20 minutes. Hooray for me. Oop. <sighs> yep, there's conversations happening soon. Um, Speaking of the unashened one and the many companies that he may or may not own, New Attack can unlock and start a Tesla Model Y in seconds. If you needed another reason to not own a Tesla, <laughs> another Re- one. Re- reason number two thousand six five eight three dash two four eight to the third power. <laughs> Welcome to Watch Dogs. C T O S. The sophisticated relay attack requires two thieves working together: one near the owner and one near the car. That's it? Just near them? You don't have to interact with them? Mm-hmm. Or at least the owner? Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck. Just fuck this. Uh-huh. <sighs> oh, this is this is great. This is this is fun. This, this is what we want. Um the vulnerability discovered by Joseph P. Rodriguez, principal security consultant for IO Active, involves what's called an NFC relay attack and requires two thieves working in tandem. One thief, one thief needs to be near the car and the other near the car owner who has an NFC key card or mobile phone with a Tesla virtual key in their pocket or purse. Let's see here. Okay, so that explains what NFC does. Oh, there's a video. This will be fun. 
Victim leaves car. Whoop, whoop. Locks car and puts card in pocket. I love he even goes through the motion of like pulling out his phone. Attack with Proxmark ready and waiting. Mule puts smartphone close to victim's card. Wow. Wow. Nah, dog. Nah. That, that's too much. That's too. That was too fucking easy. Can't, can't, can't do that, yo. Can't be that easy, dude. The so, first hacker so uses a Proxmark RDV 4.0 device to initiate communication with the NFC reader in the driver's side door pillar. The car responds by transmitting a challenge that the owner's NFC card is meant to answer. But in a hack scenario, the Proxmart device transmits the challenge via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth to, to the mobile phone held by the accomplice who places it near the owner's pocket or purse to communicate with the key card. The key card's response is then transmitted back to the Proxmart device, which transmits it to the car, authenticating the thief to the car by unlocking the vehicle. Although the attack via Wi-Fi and Bluetooth limits the distance the two accomplices can be from one another, Rodriguez says it's possible to pull up the attack via Bluetooth from several feet away from each other or even farther away with Wi-Fi using a Raspberry mm -hmm. Pi to relay the signals. He believes it may also be possible to conduct the attack over the internet allowing even greater distance between the two accomplices. Because I know, like, Bluetooth is like a smooth 30 feet. But yeah, Wi-Fi increases it by a bit. And then the yeah. fucking internet? Mm -hmm. Like, you would just be a whole country away and still get your car stolen. Boop, boop. Mm-hmm. Elon, you got some explaining to do. Um... Until last year, drivers who used the NFC card to unlock their Tesla had to place the NFC card on the console between the front seats in order to shift it into gear and drive. But a software update last year eliminated that additional step. What the f No! Why would you take that step away? Sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> the attack Rodriguez devised can be prevented if car owners enable the pin to drive function in their Tesla vehicle, requiring them to enter a pin before they can operate the car. Rodriguez, ex Rodriguez expects that many owners don't enable this feature and may not even be aware it exists. I was not aware that exists. Not two-factor your car. I mean, yeah. I mean... Two factor all your shit. Even your um, car. You wouldn't car. download a car. <laughs> but fuck. They kind of oh, wow. did. 
<sighs> Where was him? Uh, let's see, Texas, that's not even the worst part. They are able to crack the code on how it was done in the first place. It can be permanently compromised. I think someone having the QR code to your two-factor for one of your accounts. Yeah, and see, that's the, that's the issue I'm concerned about. But it doesn't seem like that's what they're... I don't think they covered that. Because it, it, it seems like they stopped it. They they stopped it at a point where um, once the thieves shut off the engine, they won't be able to restart the car with that original NFC key card. Rodriguez says they can add a new NFC key card to the vehicle that would allow them to operate the car at wheel. Wow! But this requires a second relay attack to add the new key, which means that once the first accomplice is inside the car, after the first relay attack. The, sec- the second accomplice needs to get near the owner's NFC key card again to repeat the relay attack, which will allow the first accomplice to authenticate themselves to the vehicle and add a new key. Son of a bitch! <laughs> They've already solved the problem! They don't even need to hack it. They just need to do it twice. Mm-hmm. And be real quick about it before they just have mm-hmm. a whole ass car it just be gone. Mm-hmm. I... <sighs> but, and then they also mentioned this. Some thieves will only need to do this once. Because all you got to do, just hack it once, get into the car, take it to a chop shop. Who gives a fuck about driving it after that? Mm-mm. Pop them, li- pop them batteries out. Good. That's fucking wild. To fix this issue is really hard without changing the hardware of the car. <sighs> Two factor your car, everyone. I mean, or I don't know. Just react that. Hey, you need the car to start the car. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, you're right, Tiger. You are absolutely right. <laughs> Just don't have the fucking Tesla. Mm-hmm. But I swear, sometimes that temptation, though, you just see him riding yeah. down the road. What? They do look sexy, though. I'm laughing at Ruin. Because Ruin says, must, damn, must. Yeah. You got must, bro. That's wild to me. Madinette's delivery drone design has been approved by the FAA. It's the first delivery drone to win such approval. So, hey, look out in the skies. It could be your package. Unless you live in the South, where every motherfucker got a gun and will shoot your shit out the sky. Like two things, they're gonna shoot. They're gonna shoot the shit out the sky, or that motherfucker's gonna get caught up in a pine tree, pine tree or a mighty oak. <laughs> oh no! I feel like they will probably fly high enough to get over trees. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I can fly my, like, I'm not going to say piss poor drone, but like baby's first DGI, D, DJI drone over trees. And this thing looks like heavy duty enough to be able to like battle winds at that height. Also, it seems like the Europeans are doing it, so it's fine. Mm -hmm. For the most part, I trust the Europeans. I'm with Jerry. A squirrel might hijack it. <laughs> Take the squirrel for a ride. Dead, dead, dead sick squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> has, a, has a little squirrel on it. Has a little mask on like London. <laughs> Just like a mask of the queen. Oh, wait, too soon? Yeah, too soon. <sighs> okay, I don't know what this browser is pushing, but it's kicked off my GeForce experience. What's <laughs> Talking about Sony, so I guess... Um, Sony announces development of its first over-the-counter hearing aid for the United States. After the FDA cleared the way, Sony's entering the OTC hearing aid market. Um, so this is good news. I like this. Uh -huh. The fact that, you know, yeah, this is a good thing. But the one thing I'm concerned about, as I am with all things that sound good, because cream... Well, maybe not cream because I have to change a word, but casuals, everything around me. How much is this going to cost even if I don't need a prescription for it? Will Sony sell, sell it to me at a reasonable price? And it's all easy to use, but will it be easy to buy? Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like Jabra and Ergo, I never heard of Ergo, but Jabra I have heard of. They already sell hearing aid devices. Um, but, I mean, it would be nice if you could buy like AirPods and just like turn them into like hearing aids without the use of a phone. Or if it's like you go to an Apple store or I don't know, like how would that work? If I were, if I wanted to just go and buy AirPods and use them as headphones, what would be, what would you think would be the ideal scenario to turn them into to hearing aids? without the use of an iPhone? Or do you think Apple would just sell them like that? Like, hey, we've got these air aids. Wow, that does not sound great. But then again, people thought the iPad was not a great name for, for the iPad. Wow, wow, I didn't, 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Capitalism is poison. Um. Boy, speaking of capitalism is poison. YouTube just spared us. Just spared. Wait. Oh, this is actually good news. I think when I put initially put this in here, I saw the first headline. It's like, yeah, no, that's not good. Um, YouTube just spared free users from death by unskippable ads. Oh, it was an experiment. So I probably did read it right. Um, in a statement delivered to 9to5, Google YouTube confirmed that these high-quantity high ad breaks, which it calls ad pods, no, bad name, were part of a global experiment appearing when playing longer videos on TV. The company confirmed this small experiment is now over, though it's unclear exactly what that means for the future of the application. YouTube can make a return to these sort of ad pods in the future, perhaps in a different format, or it could still with its pre-existing model of longer, unskippable ads. Just stop. But what also baffles me about this is I've seen a few think pieces where people are also against YouTube premium. And then I guess I, I see why. Because why am I having to pay to get rid of ads or whatever? I just. Hmm. I have so many thoughts, so many feelings about this, but I have expressed them in multiple places, in multiple times. And you know what? I have my own personal bespoke solutions to deal with this, as do many other people. And I refuse to engage in this any longer. Um, but for those who do not have the ability that I and others do have, it really does suck for them that they are stuck in this capitalistic hellscape to where they have to be forced to watch advertisement be sold to and have their data also be sold to be sold more shit to i feel for those people i wish them liberation from this shit this awful god awful shit <sighs> But I am glad that this shit is over for the time being. It's because they came to YouTube to get away from the cable business model, which is what. No, that's YouTube TV. YouTube premium is getting rid of ads so I can watch YouTube peacefully and undisturbed. And also I get YouTube music out of it. Which in my opinion, my opinion is the best music is the best music platform because Joe Rogan ain't there.
Um, study finds that you can't really change YouTube's recommendations even if you try. Has anybody tried to do this? No. Not really, but generally speaking, I like the stuff that YouTube recommends me, so it's fine. I have a very narrow, like, band of things that I watch, and YouTube usually just goes, hey, here's more of that stuff that you like. So here are anime breakdowns and dance choreography videos. Yeah, which is what baffles me, because at the same time, like, when I read this, it's like, hmm, it seems like what I'm doing isn't working, according to the study. However, YouTube is recommending me things based off of other things I've watched, which would be contrary to what this report is stating. So which is it? Hmm. Well, what does the article say there? Um, according to research done by the Mozilla Foundation. Oh, is it that one? Is that what I've been contributing to? Um, according to research done by the Mozilla Foundation, using an open source tool called, yep, it is. It is exactly that thing. I remember putting that on Chrome. These buttons are largely ineffective at actually changing what shows up in your recommendations. This, conclu this conclusion was reached after analyzing nearly half a billion videos watched by participants. The open source tool placed a generic stop recommending button on the page, which would automatically choose one of the four options as a part of a as a part of different groups of participants, including control uh, control group, which sent no feedback to YouTube itself. What? That's what that thing did. Damn, I should really read more. Um. Despite using the various options that YouTube presented, these buttons were considered effective at removing bad recommendations. The recommendations that directly included content that users had expressed displeasure with. The most effective tools were for telling YouTube not to recommend content from a specific channel, as well as removing content from a user's watch history. The not interested button had the least influence over recommendations. Um, in a statement from, from YouTube passed along to The Verge, a spokesperson criticized the report. Importantly, our controls do not filter out entire topics or viewpoints, as this could have negative effects for viewers like creating echo chambers. We welcome academic research on our platform, which is why we recently expanded data API access through our YouTube researcher program. Mozilla's report doesn't take into account how our systems actually work, and therefore it's difficult for us to glean any in, glean in, many insights. Well, okay, Google, I'm gonna tell you something. Damn it. Um, gee, let me tell you something. You and Mozilla, I think, are like right down the street from each other. Why don't y'all just like meet in the middle, like have a little, you know? outdoor meal i don't want to say the word that people normally call that um y'all have one of those and just talk about it i'm pretty sure y'all could learn things if you just talk to each other yeah no we were not saying the p word so i feel like 
there's a lot going on here with this article title. So if we scroll up, right? You know, mm -hmm. keep going to the title up here. Oh, they got yes. a study finds you can't really you change, change YouTube recommendations, even if you try and then decides to go into if you use a third party tool in a browser extension, I feel like this is one of those don't do that. Partly I see that. But the third party part, the third party extension was testing something. Not necessarily making those choices for you. Well, it was making the choices for you as a part of research, but not as a tool to use to not do it. What they were saying is like, if you were to do any of these options, this is the method. These are the um, how efficient though, or how effective those methods would be based off of the research is them randomly doing it for you. So like, I remember, as a matter of fact, I might still have it installed. Okay, no, I don't. It's not on here. I thought it was, but it's not. And for all I know, Oh, yeah, it is. Regrets reporter. So. Help if I spell YouTube right. Oh, I had it. There we go. So if I click this here, right? If I click, thank you. So at the top of the at the top of the video here, like it's I'm not sure if I can make this bigger for Okay, there it goes. See, so yeah, like at the top here, it says stop recommending. This is that mm -hmm. third party extension. So like I click it, say why I don't want it, submit the feedback. And here, this third party tool would have selected one of the four different options. Or if I was a part of the control, it would choose nothing. And that's where it's getting the data. So randomly my recommendations could have been changed, but that would also require me to remember that I had that extension installed and used it more regularly. But because of the fact that my YouTube recommendations are actually pretty decent, I wasn't saying don't show me videos as often because I knew what I wanted to watch. Um, like on YouTube, I will go search for a topic, find the thing I'm looking for, and it's like the dislike button. I don't really care about the like and dislike because I will find the video that I'm looking for, watch it. If I don't want to watch it, then I click off of it. So I don't need to dislike it because I obviously I didn't watch it. Or for YouTube recommendations, I see the videos I want to see right there on the front page of YouTube click them, watch them, and I'm done. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to say, like, whether or not this data is correct. I can't agree with Google either. Like, well, Mozilla doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. I still feel like 43% is still pretty decent to where saying that doing anything doesn't change the recommendation apparently it did 
43% ain't small if it was making some kind of change. You know, if they managed to get that out of their sample size. Yeah, that's not small. On top of the fact that if I pulled up mine, which, by the way, that YouTube front page you saw is for Major Linux, not for me personally. But if I pulled out my personal recommendations and compared it to my wife's recommendation, I compared them to Sins, to Kev's, to Tykel's, they'd be probably vastly different. Enough to one if I saw my wife said, no, please go. I don't because it's a whole bunch of Kevin Samuel adjacent shit or how to make quick money quickly because reasons or here's the reason your life is shitty and it's not your fault. Um, so using such research is, is it, is it not that part? I still kind of argue. I wouldn't say it was unscientific. They use something, have people go in there. There are probably people who are using it more religious than I was. And actually giving them decent data points. I wouldn't say that it was unnecessarily unscientific. But I mean... I still feel like a lot of this stuff is biased. People are going to see what they want to see in the data. Mozilla saw something. Google said, nah, we don't see anything. And that's not even to mention the fact that they just straight up said, but we don't want people to be in echo chambers because like, what the hell? What the hell was that? Exactly. Like, all right, so I will. So, so I'm going to switch my account out so we can see. Like, of course, so I watched some cyberpunk stuff. Cyberpunk um, Edge Runners was very popping. Um, I watched my um, late night talk shows, just the monologues. I cannot stand the interviews. Mm, excuse me. Of course, it's showing me some stuff for Apple Mute. I mean, for YouTube Music. Obviously, researching mobile devices. Um, oh, yeah, even this one here trying to figure out how to move video off of an iPhone because in the year of our Lord, 2022, the lightning cable is still as fast as USB 2.0. Um, some Brian Tyler Cohen, of course. And yeah, um, Cobra Kai, you know? See, I'm so excited about Cobra Kai, punch my microphone. Kia. No mercy, Elgato, no mercy. Um, but yeah, like these are all of my interests. Very I'm very vocal about it. And I do watch move, I do watch YouTube videos about these things because I like to look them up. Occasionally you might see like a horror thing because the new horror movies out. I, I won't watch the movie, but I will dabble in some research and you know, see what the ending is. Or there was one point where I was like, there is a series of YouTube videos. So how do you win? Like 
this horror movie. And I love watching those because, like, logically, if you knew all the things that you needed to know, you can get out of it. It's like, oh. But yeah. The fact that, like, it seems really weird. And I, I guess thinking about it now, them saying that you can't change YouTube recommendations when clearly this is everything I'm interested in as opposed to in an incognito tab. This is the front page of YouTube. Like it looks like cringe TikTok. Like, what is even this? Like, I don't know what any of this is. So, yeah, I, I feel like I won. I won the YouTube recommendation engine fight thing. Also, I need well, to the science has the science has been scienced. Yes, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I feel like 43% making a change based off of saying don't recommend the channel. I mean, it works. I don't know. <sighs> In more Google News, you ever wanted to hide those incognito tabs on your phone and be just a little bit more secure about it? You can by introducing biometrics into the equation. Um, as spotted by 925 Google, the feature hasn't rolled out widely, but you can easily activate it in Chrome 105 by heading to Chrome Flags Incognito Reauthentication for Android and enabling the flag. Once you've restarted your browser, you will find an option to lock incognito tabs when you leave Chrome in Chrome's privacy and security toggle settings. Toggle this on and voila. You will need to explicitly unlock incognito tabs whenever you want to access them after you've left Chrome. Note that you will still be able to quickly close incognito tabs via the familiar notification to on without unlocking first. So great. It's good to know. Thank, thank you, Chrome, Google Chrome. I mean, normally when I got incognito tabs up, I don't need them after I'm done, but sure. I mean, there are people who might. I mean, Tycho, I wish I had fuck you money too. I really do. Chrome was the last place I would want my biometrics. Well, imagine it's not pulling. It's not, you're not. Okay. I, I have to assume you know this, but I'm going to say it for those who don't. You are not start. You're not storing the biometrics in Chrome. It is a part of the secure enclave of your phone. <laughs> Chrome does not have your fingerprint. Why would it need that? That doesn't make any sense. That's not secure. And I think Google would get sued for that shit. Like I imagine it's a system prompt. I haven't tried it. Um, but yeah, I imagine it's a system prompt or like, especially with my, um, mess 22 here, probably say like secured by Knox or some shit. 
Um, but yeah, I think that's what's going to happen with, I think that's what happens with that is that everything is kind of in the secure enclave. They'll hit up the cigar enclave to verify it's you, and then it will unlock the um, the incognito tabs. Uber hacker claims to have full control of company's cloud-based servers. An Uber hacker, ha which he might be an Uber hacker, but I feel like they should have just twisted it around just a little bit. A hacker has infiltrated Uber by gaining access to a number of a company's internal systems, including its Slack channels, claims to have full control of the company's cloud-based servers, and more. This includes the company's servers on both Amazon Web Services and Google's G Suite. Um, let's see here. The hacker made no secret of the attack, announcing the fact in poor English on one of their company's Slack channels, Hi at here, I announce I am a hacker and Uber has suffered a data breach. Slack has been stolen credential data with Confluence, Stash, and two monorepos from Fabricator have also been stolen along with secrets from sneakers. Hashtag Uber underpaid drive, underpays drivers. Mm, excuse me. They also sent details to both the New York Times and security researchers stating that they are 18 years old and and revealing details of how they were able to carry out the attack. Um, a screenshot shared by a security researcher seemingly shows the hacker explaining the worryingly simple way they gained full access. They social engineered an employer to get their VPN and Slack login. Once on Slack, they found a link to a network share. The share contained PowerShell scripts. One of these embedded the username and password of a U Uber admin. Oh my God. Those credentials gave them access to everything else. The person who claimed responsibility for the hack told the New York Times that he had sent a text message to an Uber worker claiming to be a corporate information technology person. The worker, per worker was persuaded to hand over a password that allowed the hack. Can I find out who this fucking employee is? Uber previously suffered a massive data breach back in 2016, exposing personal data of some 57 million customers and drivers. The company broke the law in failing to disclose the breach and said paying off the attackers in an attempt to keep it quiet. Unbelievably, this attack used the same, the exact same key component to escalate access. So it seems astounding that it had not removed embedded credentials from scripts some six Years later. You know, I was 
at one point contemplating a move to places. But you know what? I don't... I feel like we now gotten to the lowest of the low of stupidity of tech. So I don't know if I want to do this shit anymore. Six fucking years. I mean, this is wild. Admin access. They took the same route six years ago, and nobody thought it. Hey, maybe we should plug that hole. Mm-hmm. Vulnerability. Two things could happen. Either a, they they were like, well, nobody will come back, or. I thought we fixed it. <laughs> Both equally stupid sol- prop things, but that's pretty much where we are. <laughs> and got away with it because they paid someone off. Yeah. They paid the ransom. And, but this time we know who they think it is. Remember Lapsus? I'm Lapsus. They're back, baby. Just because they got those teens in the UK doesn't mean they went away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got Lapsus. We got Legion. The hack, which was discovered last Thursday, forced the company to take several of its internal systems offline, including Slack, Amazon Web Services, and Google Cloud Platform. It occurred a few days before video game maker Rockstar Games was also breached by a hacker who claims to be the same person who attacked Uber. That's gonna come. That's gonna be important. Well, maybe not. They are two different things, but eh, they're somewhat connected. Who knows? Doesn't okay. We're not gonna talk about that. That's coming up later. In its security update, Uber references the Rockstar Games hack, but does not confirm it was the same attacker. Uber confirmed that the hacker downloaded some internal Slack messages as well as information from an internal tool used by the company's finance team to manage invoices. We're currently analyzing those downloads, the company said in a statement. Um, For those who do not remember Lapsus, however, um, Lapsus is a hacking group known for waging a ransomware attack against the Brazilian Ministry of Health. Fuck those motherfuckers. Um, Not the Brazilian Ministry of Health, but Lapsus, because, you know, you're attacking health folks. So, fuck Lapsus. Um, In December 2021, compromising the COVID-19 vaccination data of millions within the country. It's also targeted a number of high-profile companies stealing data from NVIDIA, Samsung, Microsoft, and Vodafone. London police arrested several members of the group early this year, all of whom were teenagers. Well, this pandemic put too much time on these kids' hands. In 
In its update on the breach, Uber confirmed new details about the hack. The company said that the attacker likely purchased an Uber contractor's corporate password on the dark web after the contractor's personal data had been infected with malware exposing those credentials. The attacker, quote, the attacker then repeatedly tried to log in to the contractor's Uber, um, Uber account, the company said. Each time the contractor received a two-factor login approval request, which initially blocked access. Okay. That's good. But eventually, however, the contractor accepted one and the attacker successfully logged in. Kev. If you were to get a random two-factor request, just out of the mm-hmm. blue, what yeah. would you do? I wouldn't click on it. Sid. If you were to get a random two-factor request, just out of the blue, what would you do with that's it? Hap- that's happened before. And what did you do? They usually have... They come with instructions. I didn't have to wonder about it. There was like... um. Hey, if um, you didn't send this request, don't respond or click here to let us know that that's not you so we can go ahead and fix that. Also, you might want to jump in and just like change the password real quick, a little razzle dazzle right there and continue on with your day. So you you, you really only get like path one of two, but you know what one of those paths is it like taking your password and just being like, hmm, let me log into Steam or whatever and enter it immediately. That just seems like the thing not to do. That's what the two-factor authentication is for because you know if you didn't request it that you shouldn't respond. So either we're dealing with one of two things or it could be a million things, but the two things that come to my head is that this contractor is a dumbass motherfucker. Or, and what I'm actually guessing is the real thing here, given the previous track record, given precedent, Uber does not really practice great information security, nor do they train their employees, but definitely not their contractors, on what to and not to do when their accounts have been compromised. Merch says, after an exhaustive search, we could not find any material containing credentials. Good job, Merge. You did it. I want to say something, but knew you would probably have that up next. Yep. What's going on, Wolfgang? How you doing, man? Um, sounds like someone has a job, and that job is using that breach over and over again until the company fixes it. Seems like it pays well. I mean, some of the app, some of these apps make it too easy to do the right thing. 
And for, like, these companies that make so much money, you forget that they're still fucking baby-ass baby companies. Like, they have not been around, they've not been around for long. They're run by people who are younger than you and me and know fuck shit about anything, yet somehow they're allowed to have millions, if not billions of dollars to run a whole bunch of shit for the entire world and this is what they do with it. Hmm. Where it says, you know how many steps it takes to block a spam call on an iPhone and how easy it is to accidentally click something that calls them back. One thing I love about my Pixel is my Pixel be like snuffing them. <laughs> yeah, like I solid do snake. love that Android has that shit built in, built in for spam. iOS has it to where it's like, is this number is your contact list? No, delete, just ignore it. I actually have to download an app from Verizon that does that for that does the spam blocking. Mm-hmm. And speaking of capitalism you have to pay them to get it on the iPhone and yes Sundar said said, you don't got to worry about that we got you fam and (laughs) yes I pay for it because like I'd be damned if I keep getting bugged by that shit Sundar said all them spam calls we be murder them we murdered them. <laughs> you like, was there a call? I didn't see what what happened. All of a sudden, it's like, it's like that one, it's like all of a sudden you just seeing people just get snatched and you be like, was there people? Johnson? Or, or <laughs> in Apple's case, yeah. instead of implementing, you know, spam blocking native to the fucking device in the OS we'll introduce focus modes where you can set up people like times and places where people can call and text and notify you of shit and just ignore fuck everybody else to where I've had my son's bus driver call me several times this month and was like we couldn't get in touch with your husband. My wife called me. Hey, you know something's up with the bus? No, I didn't. Nobody called. Well, they said they called you and it goes straight to voicemail. I look on my phone. Sure enough, missed calls. What were you doing? I was sitting here doing absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, spam calls, you might want to Get in touch with Kev because I know, well, actually I can, I, I can help you out with that too. But I, cause I don't think it's a carrier thing. That's a, that should be an Android thing. That's a, that should be baked. That should be baked in the phone. Well, like I said, my aunt, my, my, my pixel says, nah, you're not getting no, no, not getting no, no, merge. Spam calls. no merge. They leave no message. None. 
that's what also pisses me off. Yep. See that part? You leave a message. That's Especially the if it's weird about my part. kid. That's Especially if it's about my kid. really chaps me when people call you and then be like, I was trying to get in touch with you. Then why didn't you leave a message? I be thinking, sometimes I be thinking either A, you spamming, B, you want some BS, or C, you just want to shoot the crap. And I ain't got time for a lot of it. So if you're trying to get in touch with me, shoot me a dear, shoot me a voicemail. No voicemail, no callback. I don't care who you are. Nothing, so many people are scared of voicemail. It's so weird. I know. It's really weird. Unless my unless my voicemail be like the Grinch and be like, if you utter one syllable, I'll, cut, I'll hunt you down and cut you like a fish. If you want to use the facts, use the star key. <laughs> my voicemail... <laughs> My voicemail message literally said, this number has been compromised due to data leaks. I don't answer it. Leave a message and I'll call you back. Tycho, that's the thing too. For people who, like, so I expect my son's bus driver to call me and leave a voicemail because he's literally driving. If you are texting me as someone who's driving my child, Fuck you, I'm whooping ass. So, that person, leave a voicemail. Everybody else, text me. Also, another, it's just we're on voicemail. Do not call, leave me a voicemail saying, call me when you get a chance. That will make me not do that. I'm sorry. I don't care if you were about to give me a million dollars if I call you back right away. No, I'm not doing that. You could have told me in a voicemail. You could have texted me what you needed. Don't play this phone tag bullshit. Give me the information now or we'd have nothing to discuss. Facts. My phone has been ruined since the play. Ooh, that long? I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sure it's just coincidence, but my spam calling was very low until I got my Pixel 6. Now I get them all the time. Did you change numbers? I got a text message earlier today from a number that nobody really knows about a Democrat, uh, the Democratic candidate for Senate, and I don't know for well if it's for Senate. I guess it really doesn't matter. But um, yeah, I get a re- lot of Republican campaign messages on the phone that nobody has the number to, and it's really weird. <laughs> I've had the same phone number for the last 20 years. I can't even tell which service did it, but it's been compromised for at least the last eight. Ooh. I've had my cell phone number for about, shit, it's been about 18 years for me. No? Yep. 16. It's been 16 years. 
23. Damn. Been a hot, been a hot minute. Hey, you remember when we were going to use Microsoft Teams for this call? I'm glad we didn't. Whoop. Microsoft Teams deemed unsafe to use by security researchers. Want to know what the issue is? GIFs! Um, the issue affects the Teams app based on the company's Electron framework, which runs on Windows, macOS, and Linux machines. Vector says that these credentials could, the could theoretically be stolen by an attacker who has a local or remote system access. Oh, this isn't the GIF issue. Uh, Microsoft is aware of the vulnerability, although the company doesn't seem to be in a hurry to fix it. Um, let's see. There's been some clarification as to the claim from Vectra, which we have relayed in the story, but that Electron doesn't support encryption. What? Oh, no. In fact, it does support safe storage string encryption, but it was only a recent change introduced to Electron V15 last year, though a fresh installation of Microsoft Teams on one of our Windows machines bought up version 10.4.7. Okay, so it does support encryption, but it's hit or miss. Whether you have it. Cycle brings up a good point. The interesting thing is that many companies use teams for coordination. <sighs> NC State was looking at that. But we don't. Not a red hat. We're actually in the process of like, I, I don't know. I don't know where this is going. But we've been put we've been put on Slack. Um Mainly my team kind of works with a lot of the workplace technology stuff. Um, so yeah, we're dog fooding Slack now. So this is actually no, no, Slack is good. I'm I'm happy with Slack. I, I do not like um Google Chat. I like Slack. I, I like it over Google Chat and, and Teams. Slack to me is enough like Discord, and I am okay with that. <sighs> and more hacking news. A hacking gang sends ransom demand to L.A. school district. Attackers may be able to access data from the district's student information system. Now, I don't know why this went under the radar. This happened earlier this month, apparently, but the hackers who hit the Los Angeles Unified School District with ransomware over Labor Day weekend ha have now issued a ransom payment demand. On Tuesday, Superintendent Alberto Cal Carvello, apologize, apologies for mispronouncing, um, told the Los Angeles Times that a demand had been made, but that the district had not responded. Carvalho declined to reveal the amount of money demanded. The extortion attempt represented in 
represents an inevitable escalation in the ransomware attack, which targeted the nation's second largest school district just as pupils began to arrive after summer break and raises questions over what sensitive information the hackers may have been able to obtain. Though the attack caused disruption to some of the school's email systems and other applications, other critical systems such as um, Mrs. Student Management System were recovered and brought back online shortly afterwards. But in a press conference held Wednesday, Carvalho said that the hackers had likely accessed data from Mrs., including certain information on students. That's not great. Two things I have issues with. When you're fucking with people's health and you're fucking with people's kids. Yep. Money. That's a gray area. But two things I don't like is when you're fucking with people's health and when you're fucking with people's kids. And mm-hmm. this is some fuck shit right here. Uh-huh. I th- why? The fuck the kids can. do to you? It's the sad. It's the sad because they can, and they are like easy targets because they pay. This don't make which is, which is super sad. We believe that some of the data that was accessed may have some students' names, may have some degree of attendance data, but more than likely lacks personally identifiable information or very sensitive health information or social security number information. Okay, that's good news. Hopefully that's the extent. But still. Oh yeah, it's super gross. Teachers have it, uh, like teachers and just education in general have it bad enough. For, it just like really, if you want to hack, go fucking hack a oil rig or something. Go hack a bank, steal money from a bank, and just redistribute the wealth. Stop fucking with oh. kids. Hack student oh, loans, do credit <laughs> cards. Do something that actually benefits society. Who are you attacking here? We must attack the future. <sighs> Is it really sad that fucking technology itself will make me stop doing this damn show? Fuck <laughs> <I> had it! <laughs> I had it! Over this shit. <laughs> just end the show, just in the middle, just, just walk away. Just, I'm gonna leave the stream up. I'm just gonna turn on Andor. You're just gonna see me on the couch, just watching fucking, fucking Disney Plus. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Who is ready to hear about the um, latest in Apple technology and how bad it's been last, this past week? I'm down. <sighs> Apple investigating iPhone 14 Pro models freezing after a data transfer. I will point out, I successfully made it past mine. 
Um, Apple investigating a bug that may cause iPhone 14 Pro and iPhone 14 Pro Max models to freeze after customers transfer their data from an older iPhone. In the memo, Apple says it's aware of this issue happening and is investigating. Apple specifically says that some customers may find the new iPhone 14 Pro or Pro Max models freezing and becoming unresponsive after an iCloud restore. Excuse me or data transfer from their previous iPhone during the quick start process. As a temporary fix, Apple advises customers to force restart their iPhone if it becomes unresponsive for more than five minutes. New iPhone 14 Pro customers face a similar issue on Friday, launch day for those um, not aware of the time frame, um, regarding device activation. While the 14 Pro ships with iOS 16, there is an available 1601, 16.0.1 update that customers should install after setting up their new devices. Luckily for me, before I can restore any data, because my backup was tied to iPhone or iOS 16.1, I actually had to update to the beta on my Pro to transfer my data over. Um, Disney will pull faster than Apple. Oh, I'm not saying I'm going to stream the audio or the video for it. I'm just saying you're just going to see me on the couch just watching TV. I'm just informing mm. you what I'm watching. You won't see or hear it, but you will just see me sitting over there watching it. And yes, they were fucking weird. And we keep going iPhone 14 Pro camera shaking and vibrating in apps like Snapchat, TikTok, and Instagram for some users. I will point out, not one of the people with these issues. Not sure if it's the beta because technically I got an update through the beta program to fix a similar issue. But yeah, this one's a weird one because it's not. So essentially with this one, the camera stabilization was freaking out in third party camera apps. It worked fine in the first party app, but in third party apps, the fucking the sen the sensor just kept shaking. And like you can like in videos, you can audibly hear like what sounded like grinding. Um, the good news was that it was, it's able to be fixed in software. Um, and actually at the end of all this there, um, Apple did release a update, I think 16.0.2 to fix that issue. Um, I actually put out two videos, one on Instagram reels and one on TikTok highlighting this story just to see if I can get it to rattle myself and it hasn't happened. Um, this was kind of an isolated incident, but apparently enough people noticed to where it's like, Apple's like, yeah, we, we need to fix this. Now this one I've been dealing with for a few months and this is the whole thing whole argument of security versus convenience. But even Apple executives have admitted that um, 
the, hey, are you sure you want to allow a paste? Notifications were a little bit too much. And I knew it was too much when it asked me if I wanted to allow a paste from a keyboard to an app, or no, from an app to a keyboard, and then from the keyboard to another app. So I got asked like two or three times if I was sure if I wanted to paste something somewhere. I think by that time, the 2FA code just expired. It was like, you know what? Fuck it. I guess I just don't need to log in to my, my passwords. I, I, don't, I don't need this thing bad enough. If I got to hit allow fucking 20 times between Authy and Bitwarden and Bitwarden again, because it's one of those fucking apps. I'll ask for the username first and then the password. Which, what's up with that? Looking at you two, it's, Apple? It's it's giving uh, TNG, Picard, and Riker having to blow up the Enterprise sequence all over again. <laughs> I think that took like maybe like five minutes. I think that took like less, less time. <laughs> um, so... When I was beta testing iOS 16, this was like this was an annoyance. I'm pretty sure people in the forums, people like who are all in the talking beta shit, they may have said things, but no, why wasn't the fact that nobody bothered to either tell Apple or Apple wasn't listening? Because now that everybody had access to it, everybody started complaining, and now the execs are like. Okay, you know what? We see it now. We get it. We, we we should do something about this. Understand iOS is having problems with third-party frameworks, stealing password contents, or pasteboard contents, but there had to be a better way. To, yeah. Like, this, this one was really dumb, but I got over it. Because it, it could have been worse, but yeah, it was not great. And I think when I saw this article, I was like, oh, this actually wasn't by design. Okay, this makes sense now. You're right. This was too much. <sighs> there is also an update. Oh, so that 16.0.2 update that came out, that fixes this too. Dozens of civil rights groups are calling on Amazon and MGM to cancel Ring Nation reality show. Civil rights groups are calling Amazon Ring Amazon's Ring Nation Pro surveillance corporate propaganda. And they put Wanda Sykes on the picture. Well, it's okay because they black person's on it. No, I mean considering it's a very fitting black person at that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm still waiting, <laughs> by the way, for her editorial on Ezra Miller, um, considering the novel that she wrote about Will Smith. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the... I'm here for... While we're, while we're, while we're commenting on that, while we're here. Yep. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, we're not going to get it, but, you know, you had so much to say about one, but not the other. 
Oh, and of course, there it is. Former NSA agent. Well, Wait, there you go. Wait, what? Plot twist. She's a op. Throws tomatoes. Tomato, 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 tomato. Don't 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 throw don't throw your, your tomatoes, uh, Jerry. You gonna you gonna need that for the summer salad. <laughs> Get the rotten ones. I take it that major is processing that revelation. So yeah, I'm trying to figure out where. Okay, yeah, don't really get into it that much. Like, how do you go from working for the government to being one of the funniest people in America? I just really feel like I'm I was wasting my time, government money, and taxpayer taxpayers' money working that job. I was doing well and getting promoted, but it was not fulfilling. But that's how you're not wasting my money. You're not just wasting my fucking time, having to suffer through. Your comedy. Mm -hmm. Oops, hold on. Okay, there we go. That's what I wanted. Ooh, tomato, tomato. Let's see here. The Ring Nations, the Ring Nations yet to air. It's not hard to understand what sort of series it's modeled after based on the few details Amazon and MGM have shared about it so far. But unlike other candid clip shows where one might see neighbors saving neighbors, marriage proposals, military reunions, and silly animals caught on camera in moments of pure coincidence, Ring Nations footage is also from a wide range of Ring products that Amazon sells on the promise of keeping people safe from danger. What Amazon doesn't try to make clear to consumers that it's selling them ring cameras is that it will, when asked, provide police departments with access to use this footage with neither a warrant nor consent, and that rings partner with over 2,000 police and fire departments. This has been true since before Ring Nation was announced, but Cancer Ring Nation's letter emphasizes how, in a post-road world especially, People should understand how ring cameras can be weaponized against them and how that weaponization can be exacerbated by programs like Ring Nation. Hmm. An earlier version of the story stated that all of Ring Nation's footage was sourced from dedicated security cameras, but according to a Ring representative, clips from the show come from a variety of sources, including video doorbells, cameras, mobile devices, and more. So essentially, this show is saying that, hey, a surveillance state could be fun. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I didn't include it because it wasn't necessarily a story. I can't remember where I saw this, but apparently, so which means I don't know if this is actually true either. But but 
given how the world is, I would not doubt it. There is a website, if you were to put in an image that was taken in a public place, that an AI will try to go through security footage all over the world to try to find a camera that caught you or whoever was taking the photo outside. Yeah, that's a big note for me. It's a big old note. Let's see. Were you supposed to research these articles in history? Don't be surprised. But isn't it more fun when I'm surprised by the things I'm reading? Also, it's become repetitive. It's the small things that I'm surprised by. Small things. Thank yep. you. <laughs> this tell you how much I don't pay attention to celebs. Um, now I want to be able to redeem my keys to throw tomatoes. <laughs> it, there has to be like a little overlay that can be used just like to put virtual tomatoes on a screen. That would be good. Great for, great for, great for channel redemption. Think YouTube's got that? Um, <laughs> the new asteroid. Good news. Good news. Good news. Except for me, because I recently bought a pair of new headphones to work and am regretting it immediately. Um, the new Astro Eight Thirty headset can pull in audio from three gadgets at once. Oh, but now that I see the price, I see. I want so. All right, Jerry. I did not research this article because I watched this stream live. So I know about the tech, but they didn't talk about prices. So I grabbed the Verge article that talked about the headphones. I didn't see the price. Yeah, no, nah, I'm okay with the Astro headphones I got now. What's going on, Infamous? How you doing? How you living? How you feeling? Virtual Tomato is a major community project. Ooh, I like it. Um, So yeah. Logitech had or Logitech G had an had an event earlier this week, which you can tell it was their first time doing something like that because it was poorly paced. The jokes were not landing. And I was so glad when it was over. Now, as someone who loves racing wheels and sim racing, even I can recognize when you spend way too much time talking about a racing wheel, mm -hmm. when you pull in influencers from all over the world, or at least Europe, and you passingly mention a light, which we'll get into later, you passingly mention a microphone which we'll get into later you say oh there's a new chair we'll show you 
a piece of the plastic. But you'll find out more in two weeks. But we're going to bring out everybody from F1 to talk about a racing wheel, which 90% of you do not give a shit about. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry to these people. I don't, I don't know F1. It was, it was bad. It was really bad. I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm doing pretty good too. Um, so yeah, after the racing wheel, they finally got to some, some decent stuff. Um, so yeah, they've got the, um, Astro A30 wireless headsets, but can be wired, um, wired through, um, so connected through wire, Bluetooth, and they have a, um, I think a proprietary audio frequency, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let's see, releases in two models, um, USB-A wireless transmitter that works with Xbox consoles, PC, Mac OS, and mobile, and one that works with those platforms and PlayStation consoles. So, yeah, that's a bummer. They still sell two models. Console compatibility is a weird thing here, just like it's a 20 Gen 2s from 2020, a single eight, wait. Okay, a single A30 headset can work with both families of consoles, but you'll have to pay. What? That was not mentioned in the video. They did. That's what I thought they said. Like they mentioned that, like yeah, it's the first headset or first thing they made where you can sit there and use on both platforms. But the fact that a piece of hardware has DLC. Capitalism. That, that's another thing. Mer- merge add worst. Mer- merge to the virtual tomatoes. I need a rainbow that says capitalism on it. Capitalism. With, with a tag. Is the tag. worst. Oh, great. There's an ad. Um, I'm going to take a break. I'm just going to just collect my breath here. How's everybody? Yeah, yes. Thank you, Sid. I love that. I should. Ooh. Hold on. I got you. I got you right now. No. Copy. Thank you. I want all of that. Uh, I'm going to switch this over here. So I can open up the stream deck. Uh, I don't have any extra buttons. Chat message. I went into that there. Hooray! I now have a capitalism button on my stream deck. Capitalism. (sighs) 
so yes, unlike some headsets where the Xbox version can also work just fine wirelessly with PlayStation consoles, the A30 requires a second transmitter for $25 if you want mon multi-console operability. Oh, so it's not built in. You have to buy a dongle. But that's not all. There's also a USB-C transmitter that costs $35 that can be used with the Nintendo Switch and mobile devices with the USB-C board. You know, I'm just not going to say it. I'm just going to put it in chat now. This is fun. <laughs> That's, you know what? That's the next step. I need a multi-button that puts it in chat and then has you sing that. I'm down with that. <sighs> the A30 offers a decent number of nice-to-have features like swiveling ear cups, up to 27 hours of battery life per charge, and a multifunction joystick that makes it easy to adjust volume and game chat audio on PC or Xbox. But not PlayStation, oddly. There's some more clever additions, too, like its ability to pull in audio from three sources at once, 2.4 gigahertz, Bluetooth, and 3.5 millimeter wired, and the onboard mic it has, so you don't have to walk, so you don't have to go outside to take calls with this long boom mic attached. Which is actually the reason why I wanted to buy it initially. Because I do not like headsets that have boom mics. And apparently they're also they're launching the Logitech G-Hub app for these headphones. So, yeah. Also, they announced some earbuds, but they're earbuds. Earbuds, like wireless earbuds for streamers. Um, I'm going to leave with this one first because one leads to another. Um, AMD to unveil RDNA 3 graphics cards on November 3rd. So if you don't like the news you heard this week from that other company, or if you're not happy with the graphics results from that other, other company, hey, November 3rd, RDNA 3, just hold your horses. Also, I've been hearing that RDNA 2 cards have been going on a discount lately, too, so. Um, there you go. This stopped all the presses and had 50 million Discord servers posting Gamers Nexus videos. Yep. Which I feel some type of way. Really, I think it's at a point now where I have a knee-jerk reaction to seeing either him, Linus, or Jay's two cents at this point. Because I'm waiting yeah. on the black person to show up. Yeah. Wait, who's hating? I'm not hating. I just want to see some representation. I do so. not want to see... Jay's two cents because of how he feels about the environment. I do not want to see Linus because he's annoying as fuck. And Very I'm much so. Tired of seeing gamers next. It's like, dude, like, I understand you the hometown, you the hometown hero. Like his office is like probably like 
30 minutes from here. But, dude, you can't be the only person left. I mean, I'm sure, I mean, we got Harbor Canucks, but yeah. can yeah. we just get some melanin? I mean, there's, I mean, there's, uh, there's Oz, but he's like, he's like BC tier. We thinking he's up there. He's up there around like Christopher Yee and like nerd on a budget. Cause you got the A tier and then you got your B tier and then somewhere there's like C and D tier. But yeah, with, with tech tubers. Um, I want computer hardware YouTubers. Like, don't just throw MKBHD or your average consumers. Look, there's your black tech tubers right there. No, sure, not them. They are. Sure, but I am talking about hardware. Like, you, you know, I named three people who do specific content that right. none of us get access to do like that. Yeah, see, see what to, to answer Merge's question. Like your Av and your Av and MKB and uh, Marquez, they do. They are what's called consumer tech. Yeah, like phones, laptops. You know, sometimes game consoles, and but mostly then, phones, like, tablets, and it, it, laptop and to me, computers. it is weird. Every time right. Marquez talks about a gaming, anything gaming, he's like, "Yeah, I don't really play games," which I get. Like that dude right. is. Yeah ultimate frisbee he's out there in the gym he's taking care of himself and i applaud right. him for that but right. it's weird to hear that he does not game like that and it's like right oh right yeah you yeah. don't let's yeah it, 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 it's like let's just not talk about games don't bring it up just don't bring it up yeah. you're cool we're cool as long as you don't talk about games yeah lines now I I prefer now when we're talking about computer space, I don't really I don't really listen to like Linus and Jay and every now and again and every now and again I catch like maybe like Steve. I usually go Australian Steve, Paul, and Kyle. <laughs> if you want some if you want some spice if you want some spice, go Kyle. And then you got um but we don't really have a lot of like I want a brother black dudes in the computer hardware. Yeah, space. I want a brother. Yeah, because we don't really we don't really have that in the space, and the mo- the ones I usually go with are the ones that are either like the few that I, the few that I like, which is Paul and Kyle, and sometimes Steve, and then most times it's like Australian Steve, and then we have like Dawid, who does basically like what old Timothy Joseph used to do. Be like, I'm gonna slap a, I'm gonna slap a thirty, I'm gonna slap a thirty eighty in a, uh, in a, uh, uh, Optiplex, and I'm gonna see what happens. You know, like, you know, that was old. You know, that was what Timmy Joseph used to do. But then Timmy Joseph said, "Fuck this, I'm out, man. I'm, I had a heart attack. I'm getting my life together. I'm working. You know, I'm out the game." And then Dawid pretty much took over the space. But yeah, I just, I just need a brother. Oh yeah. I just need I just need a brother. How went box? Yes. That's that's Australian Steve. <laughs> yeah, I just I just need a brother. Anywho, back to the back news. To now that I've okay. ranted oh. about Gabriel's Texas for a bit, or the lack of melanin 
in the tech tutor, yeah. in, in the computer hardware space because we yes. all know why there is a lack of us because they don't think we can afford it. Mm-hmm. I ain't, uh, Did I say that out loud? Maybe in a whisper? Ooh. I mean... There's other places that I there's there's other spaces that I occupy, and that is very much a reason why we don't show up to those place those space those spaces and those places. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping to change that. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that. We'll get we're working towards that. I gotta I gotta finish reading that book that Sin recommended I bought and have not opened yet. I need to just find time to read. Just sit down, turn off all the computers, and just read. Have you tried scheduling a time for that? I should probably do that. <sighs> that's how Schedule I got like through the second half. Third... Of, I mean, that's how I scheduled. That's how I got through the second half of the book. I just scheduled like two hour long blocks because longer than that would have just been unfeasible. And just went. Here's an hour. Just sit down and read things. And that's the thing. Like, I'm sitting down doing literally nothing else. I could, or like, just like watching TV when I could be reading something. I, I really should do that. Um, hopefully there's some time this weekend where I can sit and kind of schedule that time out. Um, or maybe even tomorrow. I was going to come back to streaming, but I had a meeting yesterday that I forgot to go to. My bad. So that kind of ruined everything. All right, let's let's band together to rent out our combined tech library to someone to review. I mean, merge. I'm right here. <laughs> Kev is right there. I don't know how much Sin wants to get in this, but he's right there too. Also, you can do it. Wait, do what? I don't know. Wait, Merge, can you do that? I don't know. Look, we could do something. We could figure this out. Um, rate and review tech products. Let 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 gamers let them shoot. Let them shoot. I don't give a shit. Anywho. News. EVGA is reportedly so sick of working with NVIDIA that it's going to stop making graphics cards altogether. And somehow, miraculously, miraculously, keep its workforce. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I mean, (laughs) look, you already got one of our addresses. Look, I, 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 I can we give had, you a tour. I can give you a tour of what we got here. I We can make some shit work. I got equipment to shoot some fucking videos. If you want to just like let Kev review, I can give him some fucking B-roll from here. <laughs> I'm just saying. Look, we can work this shit out like fucking Digital Foundry. I'm looking to expand some content. If I don't ever stream again in my life, I do not care. I just want to make dope shit and educate people. If it's live 
or video on demand, I don't give a shit. Um, the part that bothers me about this whole thing is that JNC from Gamers Nexus were in a closed room with the CEO of that company and are regularly doing that with multi-billion dollar companies. How many people in that room? I mean... I mean, I mean, that says a lot about the companies as opposed to... Again, because they don't think we can afford it. Mm-hmm. We woke up. The cameraman, maybe. I don't even think that. No. I don't even think that. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Well, no. Jays, maybe. Jays, yeah. Jays. Jays. And he went maybe away Paul's. and he came back. Yep. Um. But yes, EVGA. <laughs> um. One of the most important makers of NVIDIA-based graphic cards won't be making them anymore. EVGA has decided not to produce video cards with NVIDIA's next generation of GPUs. The RTX 40 series reports analyst John Petty. The news is even mm-hmm. bigger than that, though. Speaking to Gamers Nexus, EVGA CEO Andrew Hahn said that the California-based company isn't just skipping the next generation NVIDIA chips, but will completely stop making graphics cards going forward. EVGA's decision is at least partially the result of frustration over its treatment by NVIDIA, according to both sources. It's about, it's about respect. Um, respect on my name. It's quote about respect. A quote. Gabe Versexis said, graphics cards are reported 80% of EGA's current business. But that doesn't mean it plans to close up shop because if it's split with NVIDIA, it told Gamers Nexus that it doesn't even have layoffs plans. Once EVGA finishes selling off its stock of RTX 30 series cards, it will focus on its other products, which include motherboards, power supplies, and other PC components and peripherals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tygo. Yeah, Nvidia doesn't care. But no. imagine how absolutely pissed off you got to make somebody to say eighty percent of our fucking business. Fuck it, we're going to do power supplies and Hell just yeah. say, yeah, just chuck a whole like eighty percent of your whole product and it's being like, nah, we're not making no more power supplies. I mean, we're not making no more graphics cards. We're done. So let's. That's see freaking wild to me. You know, that's like. Well, no, it does seem like they got a lot. I mean, you know. I mean, yeah, they have power supplies, motherboards. Yeah. Gaming chassis. Hmm. Well, they. Did, I mean, in the article, it also said motherboards, but gaming keyboards, oh. gaming mice, yeah. Yeah. audio. Capture devices, cases, cooling. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe even if it's 80% of its business, maybe it wasn't 80% of their employees. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, um, yeah, they said, um, from what we can tell, or you're talking about this article, I think in the forums, if you follow that thing through, um, and some notes in the article indicate that the area that they said 
they get more profit from doesn't have the same amount of staff dedicated to it as their graphics cards do. Yeah, yeah. so I think it's, so there it's, is the idea of attrition might yeah. occur. The majority yeah. of EVGA's revenue comes from sales of its NVIDIA graphics cards right now, but Han told Gamers Nexus that the margin is incredibly thin and the EVGA makes 300% more profit on power supplies. Even so, it isn't entirely clear how EVGA will ditch the largest part of its business without laying off any employees, including staff members currently dedicated to graphics card engineering and support. Yeah, that's also that that that's the pit that baffles me a bit. Because you're um, you're literally you're literally canceling a whole division of people who design who 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 design the the cooling the cooling systems that design the PCBs to do all that you know, to market, sell, make the box art, and, you know... Well, I mean, some of that stuff... Film. I feel like some of that stuff is transferable, but yeah. how transferable? And how many Yeah, will be transferred? Because, you know... But also what gets me is the fact that you're getting a 300% profit on power supplies. Lower the price of your fucking power supplies. They, no, if you are making three hundred percent profit off of some, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, I got a button for that. There we go. <laughs> Capitalism. Yeah, I'm gonna need that recording like yesterday. I'll, I'll get you my rates. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Like, logistics alone has the downside. EVGA knows that everyone on 4000 series needs to upgrade power supplies. There's going to be less product. Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, damn. See? Damn. damn. They playing the long game. They were like, yes, we will make, we will, we will not sell. It's like, we will not sell. Everybody's going to need a power supply next Everybody, Everybody's going to need power, power, because them bad boys are chunky. Ooh, Damn boy, they thick. That's a thick ass boy. Damn. I was looking at I was All looking right. at them cards. I was looking at them cards today, and I was thinking like, "Damn, uh, everyone in with a bracket." Damn, they're just selling graphics card graphic brackets now. Um, See, if between then and now they hadn't figured out how they were going to pivot, then the many ways it. In which it, in which that is a terrible CBO, they could have pivoted into making cases or partnering with other gaming companies to make some accessories. The part that's killing me is that they are at the very least that they are at the very least that they are pretending they don't know, but somehow they're going to keep all their employees. Somebody's lying. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I mean, again, we've had companies who during an economic downturn at the beginning of the year say. Look, we know times are hard, but we're not cutting any staff. Next week, they cut off 20% of their workforce. Mm-hmm. Literal companies did that. That, And I'm not sure if we covered those here, but that's happened. Yeah. So to see EVGA saying that, yeah, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying I don't it. Bu- I'm not buying it either. But... Force a lot. Yep. There's a real concern that even PSU rated high can't handle these cards with their power spikes. And speaking of these cards, 
NVIDIA announced yeah. next-gen RTX 4090 and RTX 4080 GPUs. The RTX 4090 arrives first on October 12th. And we have a video. They bought a clip. Rolling around at the speed of them. Look at this ray retracing. Nvidia ate a loveless architecture. AI, fourth gen tensor cores, up to two times AI performance. DLS3. I'm mad we said that together. That kind of freaked me out for a second. Full, Full ray tracing. Ray Not tracing. that half shit. Video, 8K60 game recording with HDR. The, the ultimate, ultimate GeForce GPU. Teraflops. Flopping everywhere. Just flopping around. Terribly. Beyond gaming, beyond streaming, beyond fast. It's no use. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> So video is officially oh, announcing don't, it's don't RTX you do don't you do it wrong ruin don't you do it don't put that out there in the ether room forty ninety four gig forty ninety eight forty ninety ten forty ninety twelve forty ninety sixteen and forty ninety twenty gig don't don't you put that evil on this Ricky Bobby don't you do it they're already <laughs> going to do it what are you saying. I don't want to they're not going to sell. Ideas. They're not going to sell a forty seventy to forty sixty. They're just going to break down these two cards into RAM configurations. Mm-hmm. You can custom build them like Apple products now. They're gonna. They're gonna read. They're gonna when the forty set when the forty seventy Ti comes out. It's just going to be like a scaled down forty eighty twelve gig. Is <laughs> it going to put like a piece of scotch tape on it? Just put forty seventy Ti on it. Yeah. Which yeah. Put some scotch tape with some sharpie on it. <laughs> Um, the RTX 4090 is the top-end card for the Ada Loveless generation. It will ship with a massive 24 gigabytes of GDDR6X memory. NVIDIA claims it's two to four times faster than the RTX 3090 Ti, and it will consume the same amount of power as that previous generation card. The devil is a lie. I don't believe that shit. <laughs> NVIDIA recommends a power supply of at least 850 watts based on a PC with a Ryzen 5900X processor. Again, NVIDIA, I mean, no, EVGA with the long gay. Inside the RTX 4090, there is 16,384 CUDA cores, a base clock of 2.3 gigahertz that boosts up to 2.52 gigahertz, 1,321 tensor teraflops, 191 RT teraflops, and 83 shader teraflops. And it will be Blop. available... For $1,599 on October 12th. Mm-hmm. Then the RTX 4080, two to four times faster than their 3080 Ti. Why? Why had to come after me like that? Um, 16 gigabytes of GDDR6X um, memory starting at 1199 12 gigabytes G6, um, GDDR6X starting at 899 Available in November. Well, I'm very curious about what's going to happen behind this with the news about how, like, things went with EVGA. 
I mean, it's with them like, all right, cool. Who wants more chips? MSI, you want some? Gigabyte? Asus? Ace Rock? Or hear us out. We could just make them ourselves. People love sex clean, cool. And I'm not going to lie. My 3080 Ti looks... I think my 3080 Ti looks better than these third mark these, these third party cards. I'm but sorry. I think, I think I think that's also kind of like the the thing where it's like Nvidia is basically dictating design and then be like, "Cool, let's undercut you <laughs> and sell our own." <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, I will get mine from the first party before I go to a third party. And I did. That's what that's what that's what a few are doing. And it's like, well, well, how do we compete? How can we compete with NVIDIA and, you know, and see, AMD and possibly R and also NVIDIA? You, you want to know how? Because gamer like there are gamers out there, probably more than there aren't, who love gaudy pieces of tech. So shit that looks like a fucking battering that's got more colors than you can possibly ever perceive with your human eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean the yeah, I mean the freaking the freaking like palette game game rock forty ninety pretty much just looks like like look at this. This looks like your 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 mother's jewelry box, like. <laughs> Like you know, there's someone's gonna want. Like, look, look at all these cards. Like, someone's gonna like. Yeah, I, I need someone fucking angles. Just there it is, right there on top. Oh, this one. Right, the game oh, run. Nope, 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 nope. Wait. nope. To, to the to the right. Up, upper right. That one. That one is just uh, encased in like gaudy, yeah, you know, acrylic jewels. Like. That is also RGB, so it shines and glitters. Shine bright like a diamond. Right. I see. I seen Kyle. Was it Kyle? No, it wasn't Kyle. It was uh, Paul. Paul built with that, accord, and also with the uh, the Trident Royal ones, which are also crystals. And so, so that thing at, was. And look at this clanging. weird looking one. Look at this weird one. It's rounded and oh. shit. Like. Oh, that's so tag. Yeah. Then this this No3D one is just like, oh no, you want industrial shit? We got your industrial shit, my guy. Or mm. this one. I'm some sharp ass right angles. <laughs> Get burnt by the raisin cup by the edges. The we ate we anti alias the shit out of this card. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people are still going to want to buy these, but I am not that guy. My Founders Edition car looks, in my opinion, way better than any third-party um, graphics card. I mean, is it not gonna lie? My EVGA card is way better than my FE card. Look, you you can you can you can be wrong. You can be wrong. Because I'm not talking about performance. 
I'm talking about how that shit looks on my computer. I love my just basic fucking design. I don't need Flash. I just need you to do the fucking job. Form over punch. Until, until I'm looking for that bespoke solution. But that's not flashy either. That's just like shoestrings. Let's see. What does what what a Strix 4090 look like? Fine, I'll accept your cookies. Good lord. That's just a fucking radiator. (sighs) But at the same time, it is nice and boxy, though. Oh, it's very boxy. Boxy as hell. It's giving, it's giving Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but yeah, 4080s, 4090s are on the way. 4080s will be available next month. 40, I mean, 4090s available next month. 4080 in November. <laughs> also, DLS. DLSS 3, the new version of its impressive upscaling tech, is being locked behind the 40 series cards. Yeah. Um, Here's hoping that, you know, FSR 3.0 might be, you know, available to run on 30 series cards. This kind of bummed me out. That I can't have DLSS 3 so I can you know do 60 FPS cyberpunk but it's fine yeah you it's fine oh yeah if you if you got any type of extra USB or a capture card that thing gonna be squeezed <laughs> yeah I would say probably with these cards upgrading to PCI 5 is PCIe 5 mm-hmm. is probably gonna be your best bet because mm-hmm. all them lanes just, about to get taken. Yeah, I just I just managed to get my like capture my eternal capture card into Garnet because this this uh, 3080 Ti, thank you merch, like just was able to find some room for it, but it's it's kind of squeezed. Oh, you're talking about room. <laughs> I, I was thinking about like l- PCIe lanes. No, 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 PCIe lanes. I'm talking about room, <laughs> like actual volume. <laughs> Like actual like find room to squeeze it in because <laughs> it's the chunkiest card I've ever I've ever Look, had. You remember that fucking um ten eighty I have, right? The one that Anka yeah. has? Yeah. Whew. Talk about chunky boys. Chunky. But he he was a little tall compared to these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, PCIe 5 and DDR5 will make damn damn near everything better. I hate that it's going to cost an arm and a leg. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm I'm glad Mm -hmm. at this point. I'm I feel like like I'm at the edge of where 4.0 is. 
to where like I might be able to upgrade the CPU, but even then I feel like I'm not at that point. Yeah. I wait. Yeah, like I re- the whole yeah, PC build, I I feel like I hopefully if everything doesn't crumble to dust by that time, I will finally <laughs> be able to experience what it's like to have a bitchet like a banging PCU until I don't anymore. Mm-hmm. But then I have the Mac. Thank you, Mac Studio. You are my friend. Random question, since I got a bunch of streamers in here. I'm looking at a HyperX Quadcast to replace my AT2 2020. I just want a good mic with a button to mute on it. I mean, that should be fine. Um, I know Kevin and I use the Wave 3s. Sin's got, um, I think it's the Blue Spark. Um, but his is XLR. Yep. Yep. Um, so, and also we're about to get into some another, another mic that's on the scene. We'll get we'll get to that in a bit. But yeah. believe it or not, we're in gaming news now. Oh, the, 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 this is the um. I don't know if Kev can move his better than I can move mine. Um, but yeah, that that's the wave three. Hold on, I'm. Put, I'm gonna put the one shot on Kev here. So you can see him. See, wave three. Okay, look at see it's cool. A a hundred a hundred dollar microphone sitting on a seven hundred no, I'm sorry, a seven dollar boom mic. Seven hundred dollar I added like, some extra damn. zeros. I forgot I didn't put the I didn't put the uh the period in the wrong spot, but yes, yeah, seven dollar. <laughs> um, Neewer is it Neewer? Yeah, I think it's Neewer. Neewer, uh, yeah, arm. Yeah, I'm using like I also have the Wave Three. So we both have the pop filter on it. You you've also got the shock mount too, right? No, no you're using the regular one. Yeah, so I have yeah. the. Hold on, I might be able to pop mod up. I have to be careful though. Um, so yeah, like I also have the wave three, um, pop filter, shock mount, and you can't see my, um, microphone stand because I have the Elgato weight, the, um, mic arm LP or low profile. So it's actually sitting low and coming up. So that way, um, it kind of keeps the microphone arm out of shot. Um, yeah. My camera shot used to be a little bit tighter on me to where you couldn't see the microphone either. But um, I had to back it out because you see when we're here, this major Linux thing here was covering a lot of me. And I was like, yeah, let me let me back that camera up a little bit. So. Um, so, yeah. Like, I am well kitted out with Elgato shit, and I will be also the first one to admit that it's expensive. It's expensive. Don't do it. Yeah. I mean, well, if you want, do it, but. I mean, if you want you don't to, have but to. Take, take, you know, take into consideration that it is expensive. It's expensive. Like, look, luckily, I have people that love me enough to be like, <laughs> You know, get get what you need, man. Cause this tall, it's it's expensive. It's expensive. 
It's expensive. Like I, look, <laughs> I used to have a green screen, but it was a green sheet that I bought from Joanne's and uh, thumbtacked it to a wall. Yeah, I I have the I have the Elgato green screen. Yeah, see, I was either going to go that route, but then when I found I was moving here, I said, like, you know what? No, I'd rather put that money into a camera and actually show my background. Granted, I don't keep this shit clean enough to be showing it as much as I do. Look, it was worse than this before we went live tonight. So, look, appreciate I cleaned up for y'all today. Yeah, the 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 many a time when I've looked at the old with the the old clips and and, and looking at like my like messy bed in the background, I'm like, man, this is the best investment right here. Just be able to key all <laughs> Just that hide shit it. Out. Just hide it. Hide it. Hide Ain't it all. Back there. And Ain't nothing back there. Nothing back there. Something back there. Nothing but Wakanda. Nothing but Wakanda. There you go. Need to keep that background as clean as sins. I wish I could, man. I wish I could keep it that damn clean. Same, but at least at least in a couple of weeks there'll be a new couch in here. I'm really excited about that. Um gaming news. We found out where Sean Layton went. He's a Tencent. Um, so yeah, if you were looking for him, we found him. He, he's 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 a Tencent now. Yes, I, I thought the same thing, Ruin. No. No, Sean, don't do that. Don't don't do that. But he did. More Sony news. Because one, Sony believes in generations, which, you know, we also determined was not really true, but here we are. Um, original PSVR games will not be compatible with VR 2. In capitalism. Oh. Cat. What? Wait, oh, damn, I missed the button. <laughs> Hold on. I got you. Capitalism. <laughs> Yep. In in and Sony doesn't really believe in generations again. <laughs> but because what if we had more money? What if? Like it does not make any sense. Like how like you know what? Yeah, we covered it. But yeah, here's the news. Again, Gross. She show is making me not want to do the show anymore. Absolutely gross. Children's MMO beset by trolling server announcements was victim. Oh, they gave they they put up the okie doke. Initially, this this um article read. Um, actually, I'll read it from the notes here. Disgruntled employee spams players a 14-year-old MMO with profanity-laden official notifications. That was the original article. Apparently, game got hacked. Yeah. Hmm. 
I don't know. Bradley seems real specific. Oh, never mind. Mm. I was going to say that seems a real specific message and then scrolled down the page a little bit later. It was just like, no, never mind. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Wizards 101 got hacked. A game I hadn't thought about in over five years. <laughs> I was like, what? Hmm, which befittings. Now, you know, I try to be careful and organize all these topics. That one was a coincidence. Because Bandai Namco got hacked. With possibility of customer details exposed back in July. Well, damn. So, hey, got any online accounts with Bando Namkai? Oh, damn. Bando Namkai. Okay. Bandai Namco might want to keep an eye out for things. Change them passwords, you know, do the whole thing. Me looking at that logo and once again being sad. What a time. Yeah, why did they change that? Somebody needs to really check on Take Two, though, because they've been going through it this week. 2K support admits admits customer support hack warns affected users to reset passwords, recommends running antivirus and turning on two-factor authentication. Now you ask, why do I mention Take-Two specifically when it says 2K? It's because Take-Two Interactive not only owns 2K, this is why I don't like having to create accounts with everybody. Yeah. Thank you, Mar- yes, Merch, that's, this is the best solution. Oauth all day. But yes, the reason why I say we want to check on Take-Two, because not only does Take-Two own 2K, it owns Rockstar. And Rockstar really has not been having a good week. Rockstar has acknowledged the enormous Grand Theft Auto 6 leak of work-in-progress development materials that took place over the weekend. Now, I am trying to be careful. I know some people do not care about leaks. For me, if I saw them, I will probably forget it by the time the game comes out. But I still would like to preserve what I have what I want to believe GTA 6 to be. What I I looked through this article and I want to want to say Young had provided me another article too that was light on details. I want to say in this article they will say that think that things are confirmed from rumors that have been said before. There should be no new information. They didn't post any videos of any of the leaked content. 
Um, I've seen places talk about it, maybe show a video or two, or even like screenshots of YouTube thumbnails. None, from what I've been able to determine, and this was a couple of days ago, none of that is here. Just want to preface that for those who are sensitive to spoilers who don't want to see it. Um, if you don't want to see or hear, mute the stream. Audio listeners, I, I wish I knew how long this would take. Um, but I don't, um, let's see. Rockstar acknowledges gargantuan Grand Theft Auto six leak in a statement published this afternoon on Twitter. As the company returned to work, Rockstar admitted it had suffered a network intrusion, a hack from which the early development footage of GTA six had been taken. Rockstar said it hoped the hack would have no impact on its live services, such as GTA online and insisted the leak would not impact the development of the game long-term. Still, Rockstar has acknowledged it was extremely disappointed at what had happened. Um, Take-Two itself acknowledged the hack in an SEC filing in which it wrote, it had already taken steps to isolate and contain this incident. I do want to point out, let's give credit where credit is due. Leak happened over the weekend. On Monday, somebody came forward, said, yes, this happened. We were hacked and we are doing something about it. I will give credit where credit is due on that. Because even having to answer to the SEC, there are companies who would wait months before saying anything. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So yeah, prior to Rockstar's confirmation that the footage was legitimate, the sheer scale of the leaked footage and amount of work on show all but verified it to be real. At the same time, the details of the leak also appeared to line up with what had been reported previously. And again, this is the part I'm saying, like it's been talked about before. Um, GTA 6 will star a pair of protagonists akin to Bonnie and Clyde and that the action will take place in around in and around a modern day Vice City, the franchise's equivalent of Miami. Now, those have been out there prior to the league. That's nothing new. Um, and this is where, hey, the the Uber um, stories from earlier kind of come full circle. An individual believed to be behind the hack who also claimed to be responsible for last week's intrusion into um, Uber servers previously posted that he was willing to negotiate a deal with Rockstar over the leak of further information. Last night, unconfirmed reports suggested GTA 5's source code was being offered for sale. Now, from what I understand, that shit was fake and people who tried to get access to that got their fucking money taken. They tried to pay for it and got robbed. Mm-hmm. Um, combination of the leak came quickly from other game developers, including Naughty Dog co-president Neil Druckmann and God of War creative director Corey Balog. Um, Neil had a nice soliloquy to say, but I like the succinctness of Corey Balog's tweet. And when I shared this article, I 
shared a, a similar sentiment of, I hate fucking leaks. The thing that I that I dislike so much is that there are whole people who have just put so much effort into being in control of information. I like surprises. I like teasers and trailers and stuff, right? And let's just entertain the idea that, you know, like you run into a leak. It's the difference between being like, hey, circle of friends who I know that are interested in this game, which is relatively small versus let's just make this available for everyone everywhere. It's the same thing as like, you went and hooked up your VPN so you can get early access to an episode and then like for a show that people are watching and then immediately log on to your Twitter account and start posting details of the episode in advance. Why would you do that? Right. It's it's uncool and unnecessary. Like who does this profit for what reason? They already made it. It's not like you're holding anything hostage. They're going to release the game anyway. There's literally no reason to do this. Mm-mm. Um. Nope. Also, I did not include the article um, for this one, but apparently there are other developers. So another big thing that's been coming out of this is the fact that there are people, like everybody else who's been consuming the leaked content has been shitting on Rockstar for think for saying like this game like they they're doing what would this game fucking sucks it looks terrible blah 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 and it's kind of like other developers y'all are over here oh. you're over here like like talking shit about an unfinished game right it's developer stuff but like the game isn't finished you you stole an unfinished game and then complained that it didn't look like a finished pro- like I don't I don't understand y'all I want to Control. You know something? I blame Ivermectin. I'm pretty sure that's what they have. Well. I'm pretty sure that's what happened right there. Oh, yeah. There it is. This this comic right here from Control-Alt-Delete. Where it's like, I'm building a new house. We're about done. Whoa, that's awesome. I want to see. What some people apparently think half done means. when they see what half done actually means. And like, yeah, this motherfucker's just shitting on the wooden frame of a house. As someone who has seen houses being built, I can attest to this. I mean, it's like, they do not build the house like a printer is printing a document. Well, apparently it escalated beyond just saying like, oh, this game is terrible because now people are like, like Rockstar had to pull up and like, we're not going to abuse our developers. Y'all aren't going to do that. Y'all can enjoy this game when it comes out. But like the way that y'all are popping off at the mouth, y'all are doing exactly the way that I am like about five seconds for being like, I'm going to put y'all in timeout. And then we're just going to wait a whole nother year before y'all get GTA six. Now what? Now y'all have to wait until 2024. Congratulations. Yep. Like mm-hmm. I'm at a point where it's like if Rockstar said, you know what, we're taking pre-orders for Rock for um Grand Theft Auto Six right now, I would pre-order just to fucking stick it to I believe in you. Mm-hmm. Rockstar has not let me down outside of making me pay for get um GTA five online to get access to the single player. But 
But it's been nice to see other developers come out during all this, especially when people are shitting on Rockstar's developers because of what they perceive to be half done is not what they actually got to see these other developers come through and show what half done actually looks like. Like for all the games that they love, this is what half done looks like. And people will buy it. I would it, like at people no, I mean at, at this point, if I were running GTA six and people like that, like that, I'm like, I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna do. We're just gonna remaster GTA five and release it since y'all wanna play games. The mo we're gonna make a mobile version. That runs on an iPhone come, four. It's gonna come with a bundle for Diablo Immortal. Wow. Oh, oh, don't forget. The actual mobile versions of GTA San Andreas. You know, the one they actually shipped on consoles this recently. Oh, that's all. That's a bad thing that Rockstar did too. You're right. The more we talk about what we want to do to retaliate, that actually rocks. And then look at what Rockstar actually did. You know what? Maybe they're not that great, but what you give them the chance to make something new, it's for the most part good. As much as we shit on GTA 4, when that shit came out compared to GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas, I mean, I'm just saying. Speaking of leaks, though, now this one, because I didn't, I, I, I tend not to cover leaks or rumors. This didn't really pop up on the show radar. But because of what happened with GTA 6, I said, sure, why not? The YouTuber exposed as the real insider behind major Assassin's Creed leak and others um so for those who don't know a couple of weeks ago um ubisoft had their forward event and they officially announced assassin's creed mirage now if you remember a couple of weeks before that there were rumors that the next assassin's creed will be in baghdad that it was going to be called mirage that there was possibly a assassin's creed in japan and that it's going to be called green or red and this and that. And that. Like a whole bunch of information about Assassin's Creed had gotten out before Ubisoft made any announcements. Well, comes come to find out this. Oh, wait, this fucker. Decided he wanted to chase some clout. Had all that information was under an NDA. And said, so, you know what? What if I created another account and just tease the sprinkle job with this information it's very true but legally protected information and just like hey this is it um 
Let's see, the Dan Allen Gaming Channel, YouTube channel is general, it's a general interest channel featuring guides, walkthroughs, reactions, and other game-related information, all very innocuous. The real insider, on the other hand, seemed to have more behind-the-scenes access. Since being activated earlier this year, the account has revealed information about numerous upcoming games and projects, or games and events. Most recently, Ubisoft's big Assassin's Creed presentation, which the account leaked almost in its entirely. So, of course, we've got DLC, Red, which is the Japanese game, Jade, which is the other Chinese game, Hex, which looks like Blair Witch shit, and Mirage, which is a game coming out this year, I believe. But things went sideways early this week thanks to a classic social media blunder. In response to a Twitter inquiry aimed at the real insider, Alan replied from the wrong account. Oops. He <laughs> he quickly deleted the tweet but of course it was caught and shared Bloomberg reporter Jason Schreier also posted a series of tweets noting links and similarities between the two accounts nothing fully definitive but quite a coincidence as he put it those tweets have since been deleted but were also saved for posterity by that user Rosengon by literally everyone but yeah Faced with all that, Alan quickly copped to being the real insider and apologized for his behavior in a now-deleted tweet. Quote, I'm sorry to everyone for my actions. I'm ashamed and disappointed in myself. I'll be taking some time to reflect on my poor decisions, which will never occur again. To everyone that has supported me over the years, I'm truly sorry I let you down. Many followers responded to his apology, said, said that they hope he'll bounce back from this mistake and resume his streaming career. But others were like, yeah, no, nah, like, like, just, just it's the, it's the way that it's just like, well, the article says this a little bit further down here. So that kind of covers things, but I want to also point out here, I love the, I'm sorry to everyone. I am ashamed and disappointed of my, like you have a whole account that you have dedicated to doing this for however long. If you don't get out of here with this want to be Apple notes application apology and like get out of my mentions down to the font and everything please leave hmm. Microsoft eases up on one DRM hurdle for disc games on Xbox the mandatory internet check-ins on the Series X is gone. Because why do I need a license check for a disc-based game is beyond me. But guess, Ruin, we finally beat Don Matrick. We did it. Congratulations. Um, this is a part of the 2208 update um, that Microsoft released today for the. Um... Oh, wait, hold on. Which isn't listed. So it says it was released in the 2208 date, but um, according to um, Ed and Marie, one of the engineers for the Xbox team, 
she's um well, they say that it's um it was true since the twenty two oh six update. So it's been out for a bit, but somebody finally discovered it this week. Um, so, but here's more information on it. Um, the TLDR is that there's a kind of a mixed bag when you buy Xbox games on disc. Some, we were, some will be branded as Xbox One games, which obviously contain the version of the game meant for Microsoft slashing consoles. Other games, however, are branded as working with both Xbox Series X and Xbox One. Um, the Xbox Series S doesn't have an optical disc drive to insert games into, which of course, but sometimes the version of the game on the disc is for the Xbox One. Before the update, you'd have to be online to finish installing these games so your Xbox could download info that allowed them to work with the newer console. Now you'll be able to download now you'll be able to install the Xbox One version of the game straight from the Xbox One or cross-generation disc and start playing it. Of course, if you want to download any updates or enhancement packs for the Series X, you will still have to go online. You'll also have to go online to play games that don't have all of the installed data available on the disc. Those caveats mean it's not a full-on victory for game preservation, but in theory, if Microsoft ever shut down its servers, you should still at least be able to play the version of the game you have on disc. Hmm. So, yay, question mark? I'm still sitting here thinking a couple of articles ago where they were just like, um... So here's the thing. We're going to have to, uh, yeah, we're going to have to make things not backward compatible because for some reason the new thing we're going to build, we have to build in a completely different way, as if we have to reinvent the wheel, as if we have no reference to the thing that we already built somehow. As if the word refactoring doesn't exist. To, to, to serve, serve my purposes, purposes and, and feed my, my machine. machine. Yep. Can't look at the chat. Shook you. Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Windows 11 just got better for DX11 games and anyone who insists on playing with the controller. Because who are you, you heathen? Stop playing PC games. Go back to your consoles. Damn it, we don't want you here. I play them. Yeah. Darn. <laughs> Fooled once again by the evil controller. <laughs> All the time. I even did it this morning. <laughs> no! Mm-hmm. Indeed. The new Windows 11 update is rolling out from today, and if you are a PC gamer with a penchant for window gaming or using a controller, there are some upgrades in this version you'll want to check out. The headline feature for gamers in this update is something called Controller Bar. Essentially, it's a pop-up bar that works in conjunction with Windows 11's integrated Xbox functionality Excuse me, to deliver a list of your most recent played games and launchers 
all accessible via a few button presses on any controller you may have plugged into your machine. If you have an Xbox controller plugged in, you need only hit the Xbox button to bring it up. Okay, you know what? That's kind of cool though. I will give them that. That's actually kind of cool. Just threw away my Elite 2 controller. Thanks for showing me the light. Uh, you might have moved too fast, everyone. My bad. Um, that's not all Microsoft is packed into the new release build. There are also improvements to the window gaming experience for older games, those running in DX10 and DX11 APIs. These are set to receive dramatically improved display latency, auto HDR, and variable refresh rate. While in the window mode on the new OS version, on the new OS version, which were previously features only available if you win full screen. That should come in handy if you want to dual wield a DX11 game and say Discord or OBS and switch between them with ease. Um, Actually, I'll get to that question maybe during the updates because this, this is actually yeah part of their bigger Windows 11 update that came out this week. Call of Duty Warzone 2.0 faces backlash over cultural misrepresentation, Arabic translation errors. Because Activision. Okay, you know what? Okay, it's Rami Ismail who tweeted this, or I guess who posted this on um, Reset era, but it's still, I don't know. Like the fact that he said this, it seems weird. Why don't you for once just hire some Arabs? That sounds strong, but I'm going to trust him on this one. In locals to ensure the places you seem to insist you got to blow up, blow us up in, would at least pass the critical gaze of say a three-year-old. This is embarrassing to game development as a whole. Yep. Yeah, so. ABKMB ABKing. Infinity Ward releases Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 PC specs ahead of the next beta. And again, I want to point out, keyboard and mouse, or die. However, there is no restriction to that. Con control is complete, but they were very light on what this meant, like what any of this meant. Um, but at least somebody tweeted, um, at next, I saw options for FSR and DLSS at 1440p with post-processing off 120 to 140 FPS in multiplayer and 100 to 120 FPS in Warzone 2. Granted, this is alpha. System was running i9 and a 3080. So what was offensive? Um, Let's see here. Call of Duty developer Infinity Ward has been criticized for its use of the Arabic language and cultural misrepresentation in Warzone 2. 
In the detailed post shared by Ismail, user Dance Inferno began, I made a thread a while ago about how Modern Warfare's reboot frustratingly had non-Arabic speaking actors performing Arabic speaking roles, which meant that as a native Arabic speaker, I had to resort to reading subtitles to understand what the fuck a supposedly Arabic speaking character was saying. Their accents were horrendously unintelligible. I had some hope that Infinity War would have addressed this for the new outing, but at last, based on the Warzone 2 footage released yesterday, it seems like their handling of the Middle East is still as comically inept as it was in 2019. The poster then went on to highlight several aspects of the game, including its new Al-Mazra city map, which is located in the game's fictional take on Iraq known as the Republic of Adal, that they claim are a complete bastardization of the Arabic language. Dan Inferno noted the developer has shied away from having the city's billboards written in Arabic and said they are predominantly written in English, something Dan Inferno stated is unlikely in an, Ara- in an Arabic-speaking county, country. Excuse me. Yes. The vast majority of citizens speak Arabic as their primary language, and it would be downright bizarre to have no Arabic billboard- billboards whatsoever in the main downtown area. At the very least, you'd have billboards in both Arabic and English, they wrote. Meanwhile... The Arabic that does appear in Warzone 2 has been poorly translated. Dance Inferno highlighted the airport here, acknowledging the two signs for international departures and local departures. While Dance Inferno stated the translation for international departures is passable, they called the Arabic translation of local departures sign a blunt force bastardization of everything that is holy. Infinity Ward has translated this sign as... You know what? Let's let's see. Let's if I were to run that in Google Translate, what does that say? And it's hard for me to oh because it's right to left, and that's why I'm, it's hard for me to highlight it. Oh wait, it's in Google. It's in Google Translate. So of course it would tell me what it's supposed to say in Google Translate. Um the best way I can translate this to English while retaining the excruciating nail on chalkboard grammar is departing passengers domestic. It's even worse than that because the word for domestic isn't even conjugated properly. It's a singular adjective attached to a plural noun, which is a big no-no in Arabic. Ooh. Um, this also reminds me of some bullshit that Extra Life pulled with the Japanese language. Saying that, hey, gamers like Japanese, we're going to sell t-shirts with Japanese on it. And all the Japanese was Google translated and printed onto a shirt. To where my amazing Japanese-American friend, um, during a call, who was also pointed out by a former community manager for Extra Life, is saying, hey, she's Japanese, she could tell you what it says. Then took it because she was somewhat proud of it, took it to her parents or especially her mom, who is um, 
Japanese, who, who I believe is a Japanese immigrant, showed it to her mom. It's like her mom looked and said, "What the fuck is this? What does this even mean?" So yeah. More stuff coming out of Logitech G, and yes, Tycho, I'm going to be on your side on this one, because it took some sitting down and really thinking about things. It's very rare that Tycho and I are on the same side about things, but this is one of them. Logitech G's cloud gaming handheld arrives in October for $349.99. Logitech has worked with Tencent, Microsoft, and NVIDIA. This is Logitech's rumored handheld cloud device um i believe on this show this is the one leak i shared on this show because i thought it was cool um logitech g even acknowledged that it was leaked during their presentation because the guy was like for the first time officially here it is Um, but yeah, so for 350 bucks, you get a cloud streaming device that is a full functioning Android tablet. So it will play game pass ultimate stuff. It will play NVIDIA GeForce. in theory, it will play stadia, Amazon Luna, um, whatever other streaming services are out there on top of actual native Android games as well. Um, we're both, they, they're boasting a 12 hour, um, of battery life, 10, a seven inch 1080p IPS touchscreen with a 16 by nine aspect ratio and 60 Hertz refresh rate, which again, so for, so one, it's a better resolution screen than the steam deck. It may be a little bit lighter than the steam deck. It will last longer than the steam deck. But it's kind of, I don't, I'm in a weird place for it to cost 350 bucks for me to only be able to play high profile games. Oh, also it has Steam Link. So we'll do Steam Link as well. Um, I find it a little weird for it to be priced at 350 bucks if I can only do games online. Or if I want to play something offline, I have to do, I have to play Android games. So yeah, I'm a little torn, a little torn about it. <sighs> yeah, I'm just torn. I'm torn. Nintendo is releasing their first Mario movie trailer next month. Who is ready? Who is ready to hear from everyone's favorite Mario, Chris Pratt? Oh, I am not. I will leave this call immediately. Fair enough. This, this is, is the, the bad, bad Pratt. Pratt. The, the answer, answer is no. The bad. It's the bad Chris. How do I downvote an article? Find it, post it on Reddit, and do it there. 
Now in the streaming news, going back to Logitech's event, Logitech's new key light could almost pass for a regular desk lamp, which I actually thought it was at one point. Um, Logitech is announcing the Lytra Beam alongside a new XLR microphone. Um, we'll get to the, the microphone in a bit. But yeah, so the new key light here, little, little light bar. comes. You can move it in every which way, but it's nice and thin. Where you kind of set it up everywhere. So um, this retails for 99 bucks, which is about the same price as the um, Key Light Air. But you can stick it anywhere. Um, it is powered by USB, or you can um, plug it into a wall and connect to it via Bluetooth. So keep that in mind. If your PC does not have Bluetooth, mm, figure something out, I guess. This should show that 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 this show would be if we were re He said as as he just hosted a Reddit front end that fetches subreddits for me. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> um but if you're yeah, Tyco, if you were talking about this Logitech event, it was not good. It was not good. It was bad. Um, and the Logitech's new blue Sona XLR microphone, $349. Put some nice tech in there. If you're looking for a new streaming microphone, um, with XLR, there you go. You can customize it. You can put all kinds of colorful wind socks on it. I think it comes in white and black. But yeah, new microphone if you're looking for that. Yeah, then there was that AMA the other week. Ready? There was an AMA for no. They are not ready for this. They should stop. Okay. Now for a news article that we glossed over last week, but I bought it back. Remember two weeks ago when I mentioned that boy, that motherfucker looks like he's been through the ringer. We all sat here and looks at Ninja. Looks like he's been through some shit. Come to find out, it was a ruse. It was Not a mean, ruse. Tale no, as old as time. Listen, he still looks the way that he looks. This is what happens when you're aging. You prob when you age and you're problematic because he does you look kind of bad. Yeah, aging still... like a fine milk. <laughs> so I mean, that state that statement is right there. Um, but yeah, apparently it was a ruse because he came back after, oh no, my mental health. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm good. It was a bunch of bullshit. I'm just coming back to, I'm streaming everywhere. I'm on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitch. Motherfucker, we good. Can't give this man the benefit. Cannot give this man the benefit of the doubt. No more. Let's just Done. see. Because we noticed something was missing last time, right? Oh, no. He's still non-partnered on Twitch. Because, well, I think there was a contract and exclusivity to that, right? But also... But remember, Twitch changed their terms of service. So unless he's multi-streaming now... Wasn't that... Actually, I'm trying to figure out if he changed that before or after. Not that it matters, though. You, like, the main point here is 
you said you were taking a break for your mental health and then came back on not one but four platforms so and this is one of those ninjas is out here being oh terrible, no and nope. there's nothing new to say about that one there nope nope excuse me i got the answer to my question then last night, Ninja tweeted, took a little time off, but now I'm back and I'll be live everywhere tomorrow. That means Twitter, mm -hmm. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Mm -hmm. So he knows that he's covered. He will continue to be covered. He doesn't need partner. I'm going to be live everywhere, motherfucker. Ha <laughs> ha. So, yeah, that's why he's not partner. So he can stream everywhere. Who's in the just target demographic? People who play Roblox. Well. So, yeah. Um, motherfucker lies about his mental health and decides, yeah, I've got more money like, than the God, thing is, so. When I see the, the amount of people that trying to be in like trying to just stream and do things has taken like literally out the game both figuratively and in some cases literally only to have something like this happen i hope he never touches a crisp piece of chicken in his life that i mean he probably eats that night cool chicken I'm pretty sure Tilly is turning over in her bed right now behind that statement. I'm pretty sure Tilly is all woke right now. Looking for a keyboard. Okay. I have mentioned this before. I'm leaving this topic alone. So what I'm going to do is I actually have to run off for a little bit. I will introduce this and I will let those who would like to discuss it discuss it um twitch is cutting how much its biggest streamers earn from subscriptions partners on premium deals could end up with less this uh fucking words partners on premium deals could end up with less money um i'll bring some information here um, those partners with premium deals, they have a 70, 30 split with Twitch. However, with a recent change, it's going, they're letting them keep seven thirty for up to a hundred thousand dollars. Once they make a hundred thousand, it goes to 50, 50. Um, I have no dog in this fight. I got to go run and do something. So Kev, Sin, you are both streamers. How do y'all feel about this? Also, Kev, you're muted. Well, I rightly don't care. Like, as as far as, like, me and my day-to-day, my day-to-day um, day day -day stuff, I, I, I really does not care. Like, like, you know, a lot of us still getting, a lot of us still getting 50-50. If... I would have loved that all levels got like 70 30. Mm -hmm. um, pre predominantly because there are a lot of affiliates. Affiliates are like the middle class 
and that forms the base and that forms the middle mm. part of the base and then everybody else. But I would have preferred if Phileas got 30, uh, 70 30 and then like partners got also 70 30, but then also like, you know, better access to like sponsorship deals and whatnot. Like basically what they had with the bounty board. Um, but yeah, I, I for one, I'm like, yeah, I don't really, I'm not really worried about what a big streamer is doing. Big streamer A or big streamer B is doing numbers because I know they're doing more number, better numbers than not than I than I and Sin are. Even though I and Sin are pretty awesome, we well, thank you. don't. Yeah, we don't do the numbers close to. You know, a streamer A, a streamer B, a streamer C, or a streamer X would be mm-hmm. on the partnership tier. But I think, you know, plus we are, you know, well, more so Sin than me are working individuals. And we have day jobs and lives and alternate sources of income uh, so that we don't really have to worry about the monies however however comma mm-hmm. um you know i'm just worried about the one i'm just more so worried about the ones who cannot work and twitch is their main source of income and mm-hmm. but for me myself i don't really i don't really care this is a hobby so. this is therapy that's mm-hmm. what that's where the mission statement is the Kevin Kev Show channel is we just doing this for shits and giggles for fun times, good times, good vibes. You know, I'm if I'm doing this to like chase a check, I'm in the wrong. If I'm doing trying to do something to chase a check, I'm in the wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm in the wrong business. But I do like the fact I do love and cherish the support that people have given me thus far. I'm very and, much in yeah. the very much removed from the people that that would have a significant impact on. However, for the yeah. sake of context here, I know that the it's it feels a lot like student loans. So the original thing was they were just like, why don't we just change the way that this gets done for everybody? And then it ended up being, of course, in the way that we that I thought it would be. Well, what if we did this for partners first? Because also right behind this, and let's not forget that this is also a nearby thing. They cut the amount of money you had to earn for payouts in half. And so now they're just like, oh, now we have to like run people coin more often. I don't know how we feel about having to adjust that, how to adjust that if we want to adjust that ratio now. Yeah. And then they were also and then also what I'm seeing here is that the people who are partners for for what it's worth, I don't think all of them like it depends on how well they negotiate that they even get that because here's the thing, mm-hmm. I don't the the quiet part out loud is that I don't think that is a thing that even every partner gets. If we're if yes. we're being real about those numbers too, so there's that. And for the people who rely on this for income and paying their bills, it it could present a certain amount of problems. 
But all of that is mostly just what I see here in all of this is Twitch is trying to make things not exclusive so they don't have so that there's some stuff that they don't have to manage in terms of legals and contracts. And they're also trying to recoup some money from these people who make a lot of money on their platform. And also, please note on behind this, Twitch was also like dropped some announcement in the middle of the night where journalists couldn't even get a look at it before it rolled out so that they could discuss it. But they were just like, listen, um, we're dealing with these very real concerns about dollars and cents over here. So y'all are going to have to have your feelings about it. But we have let you know if this is going to impact you and you have some time to think about how you want to move after that. And it's very much for this Twitch being like, we said what we said. And so now that has kicked up a whole bunch of discourse, which if you have been following here for a while, which I see plenty of people in here who have, we talked about almost a year and two weeks ago to the day about the exact same thing when Twitch did some other egregious thing um, right around the time of the hate raids. And we're just talking about being on the platform, leaving the platform, pros, cons, considerations. Um, and over here, there was, you know, like there were points made on both sides, but also a fair bit of sharp disagreements about exactly how to handle this, um, mostly because it's messy. And I feel Fair. like that part needs to be understood. I have, I think all of us have, if you are watching the like hate bot discourse and everything that happened around it, things like people who came up with solutions, like whole platforms came up with solutions, the most of them were POC led or like led by marginalized people and almost every single one of them were met with really harsh criticism, a lack of support, a lack of funding, and then they collapsed. So things like Altair came out and a whole bunch of people were just like, where is this? Where is this? Where is this? Expecting it to be perfect out the box. And they were just like, yo, we just got here. What do you mean? And that ended up not working. Um, a couple of like particular developers came up with a number of tools to handle stuff. And people were just like, well, we want this. We want this. What about false positives and all this other stuff for things that people were doing in addition to their day jobs just to be helpful. And like not one person came along to do anything encouraging. And so those things, except for the people who got in when they could get in, are gone now. No one can access those things. And it's just like thing after thing like that. And that also leaves me feeling a way about a lot of the, how the conversation around this is probably going to go. And we're going to be stuck in here for at least another month or two uh, at a minimum. Hate it. Yeah. Sam. Okay, the we have an upcoming recession. You want to know what I hate about the fact that this is recession is um, about that just as an off comment to the thing that call said is that so much of this is just it's manufactured. We're just here and we didn't have to be here. But you know, here the hell we are. It, it's people getting a lick back. That's really what it is. It's like we we had to take we had to take them years. We had to take them years off. We had to lean up and we had to lean up in 2020. We had to lean up a little bit in 2021. Quote, quote, unquote, the pandemic is over. Well, like, quote, here's unquote, the other thing, too. Like, 
open up. Like, <laughs> and here's the thing, Kev, like, as we say that, it's the way that this is absolutely ridiculous for this reason. Every single yeah. one of those things are like, we have to get our lick back because, you know, we had to tighten things up. Y'all made twice as much profit in the middle of this pandemic as you did in almost any year before. So what do you even mean? Jeff Bezos made three times the amount of money he does in the time that we were in this pandemic. What are you talking about? Right. It's lit. It's literally like we need to squeeze more money out of more people under the go under the under the guise of profitability of we need to make we need to make our quote unquote money back. But you made money. You've you've never went hungry. You never went lean. You never had you never had to worry about X. You never had to worry about Y because you was always you was always covered. You was always covered. And you know, to kind of bring it back on the whole Twitch thing is like n- nobody, everybody was eating, you know? Twitch ain't never went down. Twitch ain't never had the sack. There were no layoffs from Twitch. They were, make, they were making money because people were home and people were home, worked for home, had money, threw it to the people, threw the, the people that they loved and cared about. So again, it's like, all right, you're cutting the way you're cutting. I understand you're cutting it for the whole like lowering thresholds, and then like okay, we got to cut the split, but still making good money. <laughs> and so, it really does feel like yep, you're getting it, you're trying to get your lick back. Like we 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 could have made more money in 2020, 20, you know, twenty and between twenty and twenty one, but now it's twenty two. We can get our lick. We can get our monies. We 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 recouping what we lost, what we could have got, not what we lost, but what we could have got. What we, like and that part, and yeah, that part, right? Because it's it's not even like we you didn't lose anything, you lost nothing. You just get you didn't get as much money as you could have got. Now you're trying to get more, and so that's kind of what we that's kind of what we are though. But, but I cannot sit here. And while I get it, to an extent, I cannot feel sorry for those who are being affected by it. Because looking at the actual numbers, sure, if it was, hey, we all could get 70-30, I see that Wait, argument. I major? get that. You do you know the numbers that we're talking about about large corporations? Like we have like stopped talking about this and have bled into a oh. completely different topic. Oh no, my bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. yeah fuck da, da, da. Also, Kev, you missed the message. Capitalism. Thank you. Lord have mercy. All right. Look, I'm yeah. sorry. I had ice cream for lunch today. I had to go handle something. <laughs> It's like like I it was a dessert. It was a nice sweet treat. I deserved it. It's give the it's giving it's giving has nothing to do with the dairy products you consumed. Um (laughs) here. You know what? Because right around true I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna you know something? I'm just gonna go ahead and get y'all the tweet real quick. Give me a second. Yes, please somebody catch me up there. Look, Jerry, 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 do you have the notes? No, no, because like, listen, I I know that each and every one of y'all want to go to bed before 1 a.m. Don't do it. I I, I had to go. Period. Fine. No. Fine. You're you're welcome. Just just sit it out. 
Yep. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. Can I, I say, say something about Twitch though? Can Can I say something about Twitch though? You want Please. to say more about Twitch? I'm surprised. No, 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 look, I'm just saying. I, I had a thought. I had a thought while I was away. Keep, keep it brief. What if I gave up affiliate and we multi-stream? Well, I mean, you technically don't have to, but you also could go for it. See, I mean, it. that was it. That was it. <laughs> that was the thought. That was the mm-hmm. thought. See, it was it's brief. Like, it was, it, twi- I felt twi- like it was peaceful. Le- we yeah. don't trust it. I get it. Yeah. I, I understand. Twitch said, Twitch said, yeah, do whatever. Do whatever, bro. Okay. See, that was it. That was it. It was it. Yeah. It's all I had. It's all I had. I, I stepped away for this conversation for a reason. I'm glad we moved on. I am. I just wanted to say that it was just a thought. It was just a thought I had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we can build products to do it. I get to build something again. I mean, did you need this to build stuff? No, not really. As much as you like bespoke solutions, you just need a, you just need a calamity to just push you over the edge. Is that what happened? I mean, who's to say I wouldn't have done? It, it's 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 the. I'm literally asking you if you could say <laughs> whether or not you would have done it. It's not a who. I'm asking you. Seeing that there is an easier solution, I don't think that what this like this current decision was me justifying building something. It's because I've made the decision, I now can just build it again. I could use the easy solution, and that might be how I handle things early on, because I would rather have native hardware to do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. But that might be easier said than done right now. Because this is like, buying hardware to build a thing in my house you know you are correct so again bespoke solution coming but not my decision was not to justify to do the thing i would have never done it if it wasn't for me having this epiphany 10 minutes ago oh excuse me um, here you go, everyone in chat who wanted to enjoy this, right? There you go. Of course, Major clicked on it. That was for the audience, not for you. What are you talking about? What you doing? I'm observing chat. Hmm. Did you open that on the other monitor? I can neither confirm nor deny that. I see. Why can't I see it? I'm a part of chat. I'm not saying anything. Do I not have the freedom to click on things that are on my that that, that are on the screen yeah. here that nobody can see? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need I'm yeah, I'm gonna need this article. I'm gonna need this article for the sheer fact 
that when somebody come up with some bullshit about maybe, maybe she make her own, I could be able to pull that out like the fifth card of Exodia. No, like, like this is I mean, here's the thing. One. This is why I posted it. I could just, I really could at this point, just if I set something up for if this, then that, time that out to the first time I wrote it and make sure to put a thing that says once a year, post this article and it would be accurate. Yeah, at yep. this point, we're like I'm actually wondering if I were to look back at like old posts, how often have I posted? I've done the thing, and I, at a point like this time around, I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I don't care anymore. I'll just go to YouTube." Um, <laughs> narrator note: He, he cares, cares a lot. If I did, that's, I would do it again. That's one, but that's one, thing, that's the one thing about major. I, I, I always just smile and nod. As much as Major's talk about, I don't care. I, I don't, don't care. Damn. Major said, I, Major said, I don't care. There was a 20-minute discourse in the time that I went from the kitchen back here and refreshed this screen. Right. It's like, I'm not going to talk about it because y'all know my feelings. I'm going to go, I'm going to go get a, get, get some refreshment. We have the conversation. And then Major's like, and the one thing about Twitch is that, and I'm like, Major, we've talked about this. <laughs> Look, I was just trying to contribute. I didn't know that y'all moved on. That okay. I apologize. <laughs> the way that chat is popping off right now, I love it here because it's also the. the but I did the talk collective. About, I did. The collective history. But I, I did do that, and then and then I did it for other people, and and yeah, yeah the barbecue, yeah. I remember the barbecue. So I'm just chilling. So I'm cool now. I'm cool. I'm good. I'm good, baby. Y'all remember when we tried to take a y'all remember when we tried to take a plate home? We did. We got this out of it. <laughs> Jerry's right, it doesn't. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm sorry. No, I I'm with Tycho on this one. It kinda does. <laughs> Because to not acknowledge what I was doing at that point in time, regardless of how shit went down after the fact, it does Wait, bear uh, uh, mentioning read, that somebody read the tried this. Read the qualifier. What's the qualifier? Because I can guarantee you that the qualifier you're thinking of has happened outside of that too. So if that's the qualifier, then we mention nothing. No, she literally said, just can we just call this, you know, that which may not be named. Can we redact the name of these people? Oh, we can redact whatever. I never said the name. I'm that's just saying, like, what happened like, then with those people? We. No, like, so so major we're, we're okay we're, I'm, I'm going to add i got you 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 i see i see it i see it we can move on okay what 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 is those words that the kid says <laughs> cut that shit out shut the fuck up i don't know we'll just do that yeah let's, let's we can move on with the updates we got updates today or this week windows 11 Wait, pointed the wrong way. That one. Windows 11. First big update. 
is out today. Um, anybody switching to Windows 11 now that they got a big update out? Hell no. <laughs> you know you got wait. You know you got to wait for like Service Pack One for that one. This is Service okay, so Pack like, One. No, Still, like so. Well, we're gonna this wait is the thing, right? Two. We're gonna wait for that air out. <laughs> I waited for this day just to go, okay, cool. Now we can wait another three months before we try to install <laughs> it at a minimum. Cause I'm telling you, cause I'm telling you right now, sometimes you got to wait. The best the best time the best time to go into a Windows is when the pre is when the Windows that you are using goes to end of life. Then you can go then you can go to the new Windows. I mean Kinda, but look again. Windows Seven. Well, shit. Never mind. Cause I forgot. Windows Seven was born. Well, Windows XP, then Windows Vista. No. Windows Seven, then Windows Eight. No. Windows Eight Point One. No. Windows Ten. Okay. Yep. You know what? All right. Can we just get we Windows Twelve? To- Let's just skip it. Let's just get the Windows Twelve. I can install it again. Skip. Many of us skipped Windows Eight and went straight to Ten. Once we once we felt that ten was like at least decent enough an interface to rock with. I don't know. I was on Windows Ten Day One and did not have any issues. I again. Oh, I got I Windows Ten on. on I, I got Windows Ten on Day One, but that's because I had a laptop at the time that was a touchscreen laptop I, with Windows Eight, and I was desperate I, to be done. Yeah, I, like that's I, what I, drove me. Is like I'm on Windows Eight. This shit sucks. Give me literally anything else. Right. Because it was like, I was on Windows 7, and then I was going to build a new PC, and that new PC was going to still have Windows 7, but because first-gen Ryzen was like, we will not support Windows 7, you will have to go to 10, that's when I went to 10. Sir, you were that late to win. Damn! That's how much I wanted seven. I and continued to use seven until end of life. Wow! And then I would have went with ten. We still had to, we still had like two more years of Windows Seven. I can't to go. That would bug the shit you know out. I really, I really do want when I really do want Ryzen. So I will bite the bullet and I will jump on to Windows Ten. That's the where thing, I was at. The thing is, is like sooner than later, that jump to Windows 11 has to happen for me. This is the first time. Granted, I went to Windows 11 and then came back. But this is the first time I've stuck with the older operating system for this long. Uh-uh. And it, it, I know why I'm doing it. But it still bugs me because like this isn't normal to me. Right. I am the one who's getting the OS on day one when it's available. I I mean, like I beta tested iOS 16 and iPad OS 16, the new version right. of Mac OS. Like I beta tested Windows 10, Windows, well, was it eight? It might have been. I don't know if I beta tested eight, but I think I beta tested seven. I don't remember. Um, but 
I normally do not have that many issues with software. And that's why this baffles me. How Windows 11 is just a trash fire of an OS. Where it's like, y'all had time. Y'all didn't have to release this, but you did. Why? And and I mean, I'm in this state where it's like, when do I upgrade? Because I've now passed day one. Like, when does the shoe drop? When I either, like, like when I have to. Like, hasn't this came, hasn't this come out like, like a year? Isn't this like a year, barely a year old? Is OS? Just about, I think it's about a year old. It'll be a A year year next month, I think. Yeah, yeah, again, I I wouldn't mess with it if it was a year old, man. I would wait till like maybe. Yeah, see, this, that's why this is new to me. I am in yeah. new and uncharted territory. Like, so unless yeah, I was so- forced to be on an older OS, I would have been on the new one by now. Right. I don't gives, roll back like that. Yeah, it gives it gives like you know companies to like work out the kinks with the software, especially like, especially with. Now, and I get that, but like, unlike vaccines, I don't want to be waiting on everybody else to find these problems or find workarounds and solutions to things. I like to be in there to kind of do that work. Mm-hmm. So it feels weird to be on the sidelines because, like, no, this is too much for me. But then it also could be because this is the only Windows PC I have, which is. Actually, it's not that foreign for me to only have one Windows PC. But I, I guess also because like this is like the first gaming PC that I've had since Windows 10 has ever has launched. Yeah. To where it's like I do so much more with this PC than I've ever done with a Windows machine before. Mm-hmm. To where, oh, this is actually affecting me negatively because I'm using it more than I did when... Windows 7 was a thing. Windows 10 was a thing. Okay. Yeah, I can't do this. This is too much of a workhorse for me to not be out here. And then with Mac, I've got plenty of Macs where one can be beta while my Mac Studio is sitting on stable release. Mac, 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 Jerry. No, no, Jerry, no. You <sighs> ruined it almost seems like that. Like all those people experiencing issues with iOS 16 and the what's weird is I don't know if it's iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max or if it's all of mm-hmm. iPhone 14 and everybody's just reporting it as the Pro and Pro Max, which is weird. But I've not had any of those issues on my iPhone. But um, let's see. I'm writing 10 until I can't no more. And even then, I would sandbox whatever I could before moving to 11. I figured AM5 will require Windows 11. Might as well get used to it now. Bonus was able to redo my boot drive so I could use AMD Smart Access Memory. Uh, but I'm not going to be a fan of all these games that won't be compatible with Linux and the compatibility layer. 
Like for me, I feel like the big thing that will get me to upgrade is if I watch a digital foundry video about direct storage. That's going to do it. If they say, yep, direct storage is part of Windows 10, but it runs better on 11. So Forspoken is better on Windows 11. Yeah. Okay. Windows 11 it is. You see, I at least waited to upgrade to Windows 11 when they gave me the box. Even then, that was a mistake. But I waited. I mean, I mean, we're on, we're on like, we're on like the second install. So, I mean, look, I waited two days. I, I at least went to GA through the beta. Said, nope, it's not ready yet. Waited for them to say that my window, my my PC was ready. Wasn't ready yet, or Windows wasn't ready yet. Now I'm just being taunted when I go to Windows Update. It's like, hey, you can install Windows 11 now. No, no, thank you. I will continue to get my Windows 10 updates. Thank you. Same. But yes, for those who have Windows 11 or looking for looking to look Windows 11, their first service pack, quote unquote, is available now. Okay, Xbox also got an update today, um, bringing voice chat noise suppression and um, oh, Xbox One and PC and latest Xbox update. Also, if you're planning on picking up the um, Xbox, wait, what? Wait a second. Does it mean that Miley controller also has an RGB button? Customization options for the Elite Wireless Controller Series 2's Xbox button can be found in the latest version of the Xbox Accessories app on console and PC while the controller is connected. Here, users can visit the color lab, color tab to tinker with Xbox's button brightness or use menu sliders to pick one out of a possible 16 million hues. I don't believe you, but I kind of do. I'm going to come back to that. And off to the side, I'm going to open up the Xbox accessories app. Or I'll just do it here. Don't mind me. I'm just going to move this off to the side and we can talk about, um, hey, iOS 16.0.2 is available to all iPhone users. Um, this will fix the um, 14 Pro camera shake bug and the copy paste permission issue or annoyance. It wasn't really an issue, but just a huge annoyance. Um. The update provides bug fixes and important security updates for your iPhone, including the following. Camera may vibrate and cause blurry photos when shooting with some third-party apps on iPhone 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max. Display may appear completely black during device setup. What even is this launch? Copy and paste between apps may cause a permission prompt to appear more than expected. 
Voiceover may be unavailable after rebooting. Addresses an issue where touch input was unresponsible on some iPhone 10, 10R, and 11 displays after being serviced. Also, if I'm not mistaken, there's a GPS issue. There, That's one thing I forgot to mention. A GPS issue, well, no, no, I take that back. That was an actual 16.1 beta issue. That's why that's not being reported. Allegedly, iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max users on iOS 16.1 beta had satellite issues, which means your GPS may not work. Again, I dodged that bullet too. Yet, I get all the fucking issues on Windows. And now in deals, Game Pass got some stuff for you. Of course, the big thing coming up is Deathloop. I forgot Slime Rancher 2 was a thing. That's coming out day one on Day Pass. Hard Space mm-hmm. Shipbreaker, Spider Heck, where apparently you give spiders weapons and you fight to the death. Um, Valheim is coming in game preview to PC. And if you have young kids, hey, um, Paw Patrol Grand Prix is available. Cloud, console, and PC. But yet again, I can hear Telia scrambling for a keyboard right now because I failed to mention Grounded is coming to 1.0 and will be released day and date or um, on day one on Game Pass on Cloud, console, and PC with its full story. So have fun. Also, you can catch this week in Game Pass, um, where I covered more. I went more in depth on this article, and uh, we played some um, Escape Academy. Have you played that, Kev? Mm, I heard of it, but I haven't like touched it yet. It is actually really interesting. I did not think I was going to like it, but I played like the intro level. Not bad. Like like when you're solving puzzles, it's like, oh, like you get into it. Like, oh shit. Like, but this is over here. Oh, oh, this is what is an escape room is like. Okay. Okay. I think I want to do one for real now. And free play days on Xbox. If you are waiting for Dead Island 2, might I suggest Dead Island Definitive Edition. It'll be available this weekend in Hunting Simulator 2. <sighs> and that's it. That's, that's all I got. That's all I got. I'm hot. I'm sweaty. Mom's this was spaghetti. a thing. It's half the minute. I just can't, man. Whew. Well, you've earned yourself a little break, so why don't we take it on home and then you can have a break. I'm trying to wait yep. for this ad to finish. Oh, well, it seems like it did. Um, But yes, thank you everybody for tuning in to Tech Talk Thursdays for September 22nd, now 23rd, 2022. Um, just put it out there. Yes, I did say some things before. Um. 
because of things, there's a lot of things that are happening. I am looking to change some things up for a bit, moving things in different places, doing some cool things. So just letting you know, there will be some changes. Um, I'll make sure to notate those changes on Twitter um, and Discord, of course. Um, uh, do I have a, does this button work? Yes, it does. Um, so definitely follow me in those places to find out more information what's going on, not only with this show, but with the um, Major Linux show and any other things that I do. Um, I'm really excited. I'm really excited about the things that can happen, the potential with the show, uh, with this show and everything else that, that I work on here. Um, but yeah, exciting things are coming, but yes, conversations also have to be had with regards to that too. Uh, so hopefully stay tuned, keep up with everything, follow us wherever we go. Really would appreciate it. Um, Kev, Sin, y'all got anything? Um, this is everybody's reminder that we have a Thursday plays episode next week. So we do. Ooh, what are we going to? They're going to be games. Um, but other than that, um, upcoming things, more Tale of Two Lions goodness. We had some drama last episode, so there will be more this coming episode where we kind of talk about what happened. Um, you can catch that on YouTube. You will see me tweeting about it on on the Twitters wherever y'all spot me. So there's that, and then um, there may be some more Hollow Knight on Tuesday. And that's about all that's going on over here for the time being. It's a it's a in a much needed quiet weekend. Dope, dope. Yeah. Yep. What about Kevin? Also, yeah. Also, pr- trying to maintain a pretty quiet weekend this weekend. Do as little as possible. Play some more Guardians of the Galaxy. Started back up on that again. Uh, Slime Rancher. Probably make some make probably make some content for the channel. So probably some Slime Rancher. I think another game that I uh, acquired called, I think it's like Ankara something. I like I like the look of it. It definitely, it's like from the people who created Deli Land, if you've ever heard Deli Land Pocket Planet, it's that, it's like a almost a series, almost like a little bit of a little series of game based on like these two to three characters. Um, so yeah, probably going to be trying that. And then, of course, Beacon Pines, more Wildflowers. Um, I saw you yeah. playing Wildflower, Wildflowers. I tried that on Apple Arcade. I just, I couldn't do it. I'm uh, glad there you, are people who enjoy that game. I just couldn't do it. I I, rec- I highly recommend PC and Steam. So okay. PC, PC and Switch. PC, it's out on PC and Switch. It's, uh, it's a really, really good game. That's on I think Game Pass, Birch. right? No, it's not a game pass. Okay. I could I look for somebody who does this week in Game Pass. I sure shit don't know what's on Game Pass. Yeah. So uh <laughs> I w- funny enough, I was gonna play like Slime Rancher 2 on Game Pass, and uh then I got like a key mail notification like, Hey, do you want hey, do you want a key? And I'm like, Bet <laughs> so I get to play it on Steam. Um What yeah, what are the Steam- requirements for that again? Like what what do you have to do with the key once you get it? You just stream. You no, I mean, it's like you have to post content for the game once you get the key. Yes. Oh, okay. 
just make it you just make it no, no, I'm asking like I wasn't sure like hey would you like to which seems easy like hey if you, we give you a key do you just want to play it don't do anything don't make anything for it just play it and I think for me it's like that pressure of having to do something with something is like yeah I'm okay like, you, you can keep like the key because I probably won't make the content <laughs> See, it's the thing. Like, I would, I have made content of games that I bought, and so if I'm, if it, if this game fits my wheelhouse, you know, then I'm gonna stream. Then I'm gonna stream it anyway. Right. So it's just, it's just me saying, like, hey, we're giving you a key. Bet now I have this. I'm able to play this game, make this content that I was going to do anyway. Right. Because I, I did make, I made a video of the demo, so see, it's think, just a matter of make it. Yeah, see, for me, it's not so much like I, I'm, I'm trying to work through my thought process here. It's, it's what I'm trying. I'm trying to be more thoughtful about things that are going to my head here. Um, it's not so much like I don't want to stream your game. It's more or less like you gave me this key. You obviously want me to make content for it. I want to make the content for it. Mm-hmm. But then it's, I don't feel like streaming, and then that goes on for like two months. We'll see. And it's like, man, you were nice enough to give me this key, but then anxiety just kicked in, and I'm like, yeah, fuck this. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, probably gonna be so probably gonna be like. Making my videos. I already dropped one for like Smooth Operators 2. So that's on my YouTube channel. And um, yeah, just little, little as possible and just relax and watch TV and then maybe do some light yard work next week. And that's about it. Okay, let's see. For me, um, Hopefully being a light weekend, trying to carve some time off of reading. Um, just me and Sonny Boy, my, my big man, um, Saturday. Oh, yeah. Um, Overwatch scrimmage. Um, not being streamed anywhere, but yeah, I'll be playing some Overwatch this weekend um, with my team as we prepare for the season. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um but yeah, just like hopefully being quiet, just trying to take some time to myself, play some video games um, more often than I do. Um, I don't know, just try to figure some shit out. Um, I still need to put up a couple more videos for um, stream the match that didn't get encoded on my uh, PC, but did just fine on Mac. Um... I say it's going to be quiet, but no, it's just, it's always going to be work. It's always work, but I like the work that I do. And as long as I can just sit and do it without being disturbed. Um, so it might be like, I'm going to download that Paw Patrol racing game, put it on my Xbox and say, my son comes, I want to play video games here. Here's an Xbox controller, play Paw Patrol. Leave me alone. Daddy's got work to do. Daddy's going to sit here and read while you play Paw Patrol, which will not happen because you're like, Dad, Dad, you see Chase? 
the chase and 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 Marshall and Brayson and Ryder. Like, yeah, okay, fine. No reading is happening. But that's it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I, I told you in the tweet. Hope you caught a nap because this was going to be a doozy of a show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the to this week's episode of Tech Talk Thursday. Of course, you can catch Sin twitch.tv slash sins. Yeah, wait, I have a I have a command for this. You do. I do. I better use this bot before it breaks again. Um Yeah, so you can find Sin, Kev, and Anka on Twitter. And of course, my show my social media stuff is above. Definitely give us all a follow. Follow us on all the other channels you can ascertain from there. Great content all around, everywhere. Everybody dropping knowledge wherever they are. Except for Anka. I think she's left social media. And she's trying to get in bed by 10 now. So no late night piano streams or Destiny 2 streams. Unless it's on Sunday. And we're working on something. So, yeah. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Of course, you all could have been anywhere in the world watching any stream in the world. You could have been reading the tech and gaming nugs yourself. But you said. Cap. Capitalism sucks. And we want to chill with Tech Talk Thursday. Screw. Thank you all so much. Tune in to next week for Tech Talk Thursday's plays. We'll see you then, of course. All I've got left to say to you wonderful people is I love you. Peace. <sighs> Wakanda forever.